a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested 2018 250 MX Shootout presented by Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Welcome back. Day two happened today. Lots of lots of things went on today. Um, results I found were very interesting. But first things first, Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three day shipping. It's easy to see why you sh- why you should go to RockyMountAntvMC.com because it is the premier shopping destination for all of us. And don't forget to go buy some fly racing gear, light hydrogen, kinetic. The new kinetic stuff is sick. If you're going to buy it, go to RockyMountAntvMC.com. Um, put it in the notes. Kiefer tested. You listen. You're a fan. Um, it helps me. Helps the show keep going. Thank you, Fly Racing. Thank you, Dale, Max, JT, all those guys over there supporting me. I really appreciate it. Um, I wear the gear. wore the gear all day today. It's awesome. I love it. Um, one of my favorite sets of gear to wear, and hopefully you guys are going to go buy some and try it. Um, you guys have any questions about the gear, you know you can always hit me up. Um, you know the email. So get back to me if you guys have any questions. Also, thank you, Rutted Racing. They bring a more comfortable line for women, men, children. They have shirts. They have hoodies. Heather wore the hoodie all day today. It looked awesome. Um, her big boobs were showing. Um, Paul Parabinos loved that. So um, it's a win-win. So for all you guys out there that have ladies, they want to look good at the track, go to ruddedracing.com or follow them at ruddedracing and check them out and see what they're all about. Very cool people. Also, if you guys want to get some your logos on some T-shirts, you guys want to do your own t-shirts, go to screenprintingdone.com. These guys produce great t-shirts, hoodies, hats for every occasion. You need t-shirts for employees, shirts, you know, made up for anything. Not even your employees. What about track workers? Or you have a party, you have a logo, do it up. Mention Kiefer in the contact when you email them and get 10 free t-shirts with the order. Buy 12, get 10, sick deal, screenprintingdone.com. It's super easy to do. They do all my shirts and my hoodies, so all these people help me. I would appreciate it if you help them um, spread the love, give back, keep the sucker moving. We'll have fun, talk some dirt bikes, talk some shit, talk about after dark. Keep the sucker moving, man. I love doing this stuff. It's late. It's an all-day thing, but, man, I get pumped up when I do these podcasts, and I love talking about dirt bikes to all y'all when I see you at the track. So um, let's break it right down. Let's get into it. Day two happened today. Sunrise Cycle Park. Beautiful overcast day, man. We left the track um, rough today. Manufacturers had it a couple days during the week, so big, long ruts. We uh, ripped out a couple sections just for some tacky dirt, but otherwise, man, we left it alone. Good test day. Um, Most of the riders thought it was... uh, Most of the riders thought it was a different um, result 
in their standings for um, compared to Milestone. So I thought that was cool. I also rode all the bikes today. Again, I am not ranking my scores within the shootout, but I do want to tell you what I think and where I rank the bikes if I was going to be in the shootout. So um, I'll just get right to it really quick. KTM for me wins today. Unreal motor, very fast. Suspension, I can actually very, very, very truthfully say I can get along with this air fork. Kind of eating some crow right now. That AER fork wasn't horrible. Track was choppy. Wasn't really big soft bumps, but nice um, acceleration, square edge, and several um, decel bumps around the whole track. So the suspension worked well, but man, simply put, I'm not a 250F guy. I'm 170 pounds, but that motor is really good, guys. I love it. Um, the Husqvarna, second. Again, if anything, the Husqvarna bottom end is better than the KTM. I was tripping all day. I asked Andy Jefferson. I go, dude, why is this thing better? He's like, it's the same engine. So honestly, it blew me away. Um, it. I think I could have picked the Husky, but the KTM's fork was a little bit better than the Husky's fork. So I gave the nod to the KTM. Third place for me was very tough. Um, ah, it's so tough, man. I gave it to the Yamaha YZ250F. Suspension's awesome. Love the stock suspension. Um, motor has lots of torque. Doesn't have the top end over rev as the Husqvarna and the KTM. Um, but I just do love the feel of a Yamaha. The suspension's balanced, and it's easy to ride. Very close for me was the Kawasaki. Almost ranked it third because me and... The technician today, Mike Chavez, we uh, did some mapping, not couplers, we did some mapping changes, and if you guys want that map, I have it here with me, and I can send you the file if you're a KX250F owner, hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com and I'll send you that map, it's very good, and uh, almost got third place for me, but I would say just by the simple fact of the fork, it didn't make it, so... Um, but I honestly thought the Cowie pulled better on top than the Yamaha. So very impressive once the mapping was done. Um, fifth place for me, um, Honda CRF250R. It needs torque. It needs low end. Um, simple fact, this you know this is the engine class, right? It needs more engine for me. Great suspension, great chassis, turns excellent. Um, I just feel like it needs more low end. So um, hopefully they'll work on that. And like I said, I did some stuff with them um, this year to help the R&D process with that bike. But I still feel like uh, Honda needs to do some work on the low-end feel. And, of course, sixth place, Suzuki RMZ250. No surprise there. Put an engine in it, faster engine. I think it'll be really good. Spring fork be really good. But hopefully Suzuki comes with something better next year and faster. I also had the ladies today. Estrogen day. So we had two ladies, one off-road lady, one moto lady, Jamie and Lindsay. Their opinions are in this um, podcast, in these, in these uh, podcast interviews, these interviews that I did. So I suggest you listen to them if you're a lady or if you've got a girlfriend that wants to ride. 250Fs are very important for the ladies and also 125 two-strokes. Um, but we're not doing two-strokes, we're doing two DFs. So listen to Jamie and Lindsay's opinion. I thought it was very cool. Um... But yeah, let's get right down to it. The results. Dun, 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 dun. Again, here we go. KTM with the win. KTM with 16 points wins the day. 
with a 3-1-3-1-4-1-2-1, 16 points, KTM winner, congratulations guys. Second place, Yamaha, with a 2-3-1-2-1-2-3-4. Third place, Husqvarna, barely third place, 19 points versus Yamaha's 18. 1, 2, 4, 3, 2, 4, 1, 2. Score 19 points. Husky in third place. Fourth place, Honda. 5, 6, 2, 6, 5, 3, 4, 3. 34 points. Fourth place, Honda. Fifth place, ah, man, it's tough. I, I don't know why Kawasaki's fifth, but if it was for me, I don't think it'd be fifth, but it's not my shootout. I mean, it's my shootout, but I'm not in it. 4, 4, 5, 5, 6, 5, 5, 5, 38. And Suzuki, 6-5-6-4-3-6-6-6 with 43 points, 6th place. So there you have it, top 6. Um, in the chassis department, KTM took it. 2nd um, place was Husqvarna. 3rd place was Yamaha. 4th place was Honda. 5th place was Suzuki. And 6th place was Kawasaki. So KTM won the chassis. Ooh, suspension. So I'm reading the notes. Suspension. Yamaha wins it with 14 points. Second is KTM. Third, Husqvarna. Fourth, Honda. Fifth, Kawasaki. Sixth, Suzuki. And the engine category, Yamaha takes the win with 13. KTM second with 17. And third place was Husqvarna with 22. Fourth place, Kawasaki with 33. Fifth place is Honda's engine. There you go. little soft. I think that's what hurts this bike. Sixth place is Suzuki. So um, a lot of the riders commented again how different the bikes felt today. We have one more day. Third day, I'm going to a desert track that's hacked out. Very rough. Fast. A um, little different than where we were riding. Not so tight. And uh, we will see what the bikes bring. But um, good job, KTM. That's two wins in a row. It's going to be hard to beat and take it off of the top with last day. KTM's really going to have to struggle on the final day to blow this lead they have coming in. So uh, we'll see how good the Yamaha is. Obviously, we know the suspension's good, and we know the motor's good. So we'll see how this air fork works on a very rough, hopefully wet, but it probably will be dry. I don't think we get rain here in California. Um, and But we'll see how the KTM's AER fork works. Um, won't have as many test riders for the third day. We'll have a key few people to really break down this bike. We'll have more interviews, and uh, we'll dissect everything. So hopefully you will find a guy or a gal in these interviews that you can relate to and hopefully purchase the right bike for you. All these bikes are good. You'll hear about all this in the interviews here shortly, but uh, really want to implement to you guys that all these bikes are very good and uh, just takes the right person to choose the right bike so that's why we are trying to help you out with so many interviews and and really get in depth and we have some fun with these interviews as well but we get the information to you guys you know it's dirt bikes it's not it's not medical science okay so i want to keep it fun i want to get the facts to you but i want to keep you listening i want to keep you entertained but i also want to break down the truth for you and be transparent and be organic we're dirt bikers we're not you know suit and tie people we all go ride dirt bikes to have fun so um hope you enjoy these interviews again i'll give you guys the results overall ktm second yamaha third husqvarna fourth honda fifth kawasaki 
six Suzuki. So um, listen to these interviews, break it all down, and we will see you next week, most likely on Tuesday or Wednesday. I haven't decided which day we are going, but we'll do a third and final day, and we'll do a final ranking show and get you even more information. If you guys have any questions about the shootout or anything, um, email me at chris at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll, we'll work it out. All right, guys, stay tuned. All right, we're here at day two of the 2018 250MX shootout, and we are at Sunrise Cycle Park on a blustery high desert day. It was good till about noon, then it got windy, but uh, I'm here with Chris Johnson. He's our returning rider from Milestone, and... Uh, you know, I got, I got some different information today. Okay. And the, the track was a little bit different. It's a little faster here, um, and we had a mixture of of some really good loamy ruts yep. and some hard pack flat turns with some good squares chop on acceleration and it, it was it was a good variety of, of riding today yeah just to let everybody know too this is the first interview but we didn't prep the whole track um, a couple manufacturers had testing here during the week so we only prepped a few corners just to get some loamy ruts but otherwise um, track was a little hard, baked hard packed choppy ruts so yeah it was good so Starting from the bottom up, um, not a huge shocker here. Suzuki ranked six today. Anything good about this bike here today? Um, I mean, it corners well yep. once you're in the turn. Um, I had issues entering turns uh, when it was when it was rough. Um, Did you notice any, any more negative here since this track is quicker than Milestone? Yeah, I, I, I felt like the forks were they were really divey and and I couldn't I couldn't get a setting. Okay. Um, I, I kind of fought the bike a lot more today than I did at Milestone, um, which usually, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Suzuki and the chassis. Yeah, I watched you ride, and it, it looks like you ride it well. Yeah, I've, I've always kind of gelled with the Suzuki, and I, I ride it good, and I feel good on it, just kind of no matter what, you know. Right. Um, but today, I, I definitely fought it, and it was mainly with the front end uh, and the forks. Uh, it was really divey, and and really harsh in my hands um and i was just kind of fighting the bike all day how's the engine power here uh it's slow is it um there's a there's a couple like bigger jumps that you know don't have like a super good lip and it, it was hard to make it on the suzuki right stretch it out yeah and if, if i didn't hit the thing perfect or whatever then yeah and we're we're up here at a third you know three thousand feet of elevation versus only you know a thousand feet where we were on tuesday so uh, horsepower it gets robbed a little bit more so that's even going to mask that yellow bike yellow bike power even more so um do you notice a difference when you go elevation up here um not a huge difference i mean i i do notice some a little bit of a change just with throttle response yeah um and mainly on like the bottom end or you know acceleration yeah um but when once you start shifting the thing and yeah. you're on the gas like it's not it's not that huge Fifth Honda, shocking. That well, I guess it's not shocking. You didn't like it at Milestone either. Well, I I definitely like the Honda more today than I did at Milestone. Okay. And I made some more changes. Um, I like the suspension way better than I did at Milestone. Okay. Um, I messed with that quite a bit actually. Yeah, and um, you have the uh, you have the Honda second for suspension. Yeah. Today. So the forks are are bitching on the thing. Right. Um, it's mainly mainly with the Honda. I kind of fight the chassis like. I I tend to want a knife coming into turns, uh -huh. and I think it's just my riding style. Um, the bike's not bad. Uh, the the motor 
the motor's on the weak side. It's got good mid-range power. Um, but like, kind of the bike as a whole, it just doesn't suit me. Right. Um, I, I see you You had to rev the shit out of it out here. To yeah, get and it. I did at Milestone, too. And yeah. it's, but it, it, it's definitely better out here with the track being fast. Yeah. Um, I could kind of carry a taller gear. Uh, in, in certain sections of the track and I didn't have to shift it as much which I like right um, but yeah I don't know why but I read the Honda like yeah you read it a lot yeah, dude a lot <laughs> and your chick wasn't here today so see I told you <laughs> no, no that's bullshit because at Milestone you went extra hard when she got there I, I felt good today yeah like, no, you look good you always look good on a bike I'm just saying like it's funny because the bikes I think you look good on you don't like yeah I know it's just weird so suspension on the Honda you like yeah. Plush. Um, yeah. The, so I I went stiffer on the forks. Okay. And it was a huge difference. And what I did was I sped out the I sped out the did high. Did they speed. do half clicks like they did last time, or is it just full clicks? Um, time? I I did. I think I went full clicks this time. Okay. Um, but it was it was minute. Yeah. Um, on the forks, and then the shock I went quicker on the high speed or out on the high speed. Softer on the high speed. Yeah, and then. Uh, I had them put a little bit more sag in it. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I want to say it was 107, 108. Yeah, that's about right, what they usually go do. Um, and it made night and day difference. Yep. Um, especially in, like, the flat, harder turns. Yep. And, like, the fast, sweeping, really rough shit. Like, the bike was night and day better with those small changes. Um, Ergo said you don't like the Ergo. Though. Yeah, and that's that's really the main issue I have with the bike. Yeah, which is, um, it's easy to fix. Yeah, it is. And you know, like if I, if I if I went out and bought a Honda, yeah. I can make the thing freaking bitching. Yeah. You can make the motor good. You right. can make everything good. Right. Um, but as far as just like an OEM setting, like you know, the chances are the Honda's a little bit better here too, because I know Honda tests here um, quite a bit with their production motorcycles. So, like I said in the 450 podcast, you can always get a feel for where these manufacturers test their bikes because they always work pretty good at the tracks that they test the most at because that's where they get their settings. So, fourth place, Kawasaki. Dude, honestly, I rode today and I like this bike. Dude, it, it, it's tough because like with, with the whole 250 shootout and with me, the most important thing to me is a motor. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I ranked the Honda down there. Mm -hmm. But it, it's so close and like even the Cowie, like I felt really good on the Cowie today. The thing cornered freaking awesome. Right. Like I was, I was dragging bar and freaking most of the rest. Yeah, it feels light. The and bike it, feels light. Yeah, and like it, it was fun to ride. But the same kind of issue with the Honda. I sit on it and just the ergos. So there. you just don't like the ergos. Uh, yeah. Do you like the engine overall engine? Power? Um, it wasn't bad. Okay. But it wasn't spectacular. So, just to let people know out there. I also did a mapping change, not a coupler. So I we did do couplers, but also. Um, he left the white lean coupler in. And, and I, I tried that same mapping at the end of the okay. day, and it just kind of woke everything yeah, up. Yeah, so, like, it has good bottom in and all that already, but this map actually spreads the power out, so it pulls farther, which I like, especially mm -hmm. for here. And, uh, man, it really jumped the rankings for me when I had that mapping. I'll have that mapping up on my website, or you can hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I will email you the file, but... Um, you got to have the Kawasaki tool to do it, but it actually makes the bike a lot better. So you yeah, and, that, and like it, it, it surprised me because you're the one who came over. And, hey, you got to try this map, and, right. and like it just kind of overall, like it, it was better in in all the ranges. Yeah, dude, I don't like the fork. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Yeah, like it's just tough to. I mean, I went, 
I, this is what I did. This is not my podcast. But I'm just saying I went one preload stiffer, one full turn, um, and it was better. It kind of better on. It wasn't so divey, but I don't know where you had the problems at. I, yeah, I went, what did I do? I stiffened up the forks. I didn't mess with the air or anything. Yeah, air is pretty good, just standard. Um, but you probably went compression. Yeah, I went stiffer on the compression. I want to say I went, I went to six clicks out. Uh-huh. Um, I put more sag in it. Yeah. Just because that's my. You like you that know, ass? Yeah. Low. Yeah. Get that ass low. Get low, get low, get low. And the, like the bikes, the bike was good. It's just. So what ranks it down fourth for you? Why? Just the the chassis and like the way that it feels sitting on the bike. God, you're a picky bitch. I'm freaking super picky. Wow. Like I can nitpick kind of every little oh. thing. Well, third and KTM. What'd you nitpick on this? So it's the forks. That's the issue. Air forks. Yeah. You don't like it. I don't like the air forks. Um, what does it What does it do on the track that you don't like? It's either It's either one or the other. So you can get it decent initially, mm-hmm. and have some then, supple comfort. Yeah, but then you blow through it, mm-hmm. or you stiffen, stiffen the thing up, and you feel everything in your hands. Yeah. Um, it's not as like it's definitely a better air fork, mm-hmm. and it's better than than the other bikes. Um, than the other air forks, you're saying? Yeah, than the other air forks. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like I'm just not not an air fork guy. Well, what's funny? We're gonna jump ahead. You rank the Husky, which has the air fork first. Yeah, and I I rank that first. Well, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll but I'm saying that. so the KTM fork not as good yeah, as the as Husky, good. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, engine power on the KTM it, for this track? It's. Freaking, it's good. Yeah. yeah. The KTM is... Okay, so seriously, the top three bikes yeah. are so close. Yeah. And it's just me nitpicking. Yeah. Um, the KTM engine, like it... The throttle response is... You still unreal. like revving the KTM? Yeah. Okay. I like revving everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> you said you really like the sound of it. Yeah, it, it hums and it has like this whistle to it and mm. it just freaking sounds cool. You you can go out and buy a KTM and leave it in your garage all year and just start it up every once in a while and just, just get a happy. huge smile. <laughs> yeah, a huge smile on your face. So a KTM engine <laughs> is good for Chris, but you rank it down because of the fork feel. Yeah. Um, and it, it, like sitting on it and stuff, like it's it's bitching right uh it's skinny it like the bar height everything it just kind of meshes with my style and yamaha second yeah and i ranked the yamaha second above the ktm because of just the fact the suspension's better and the forks are better um the engine's not it kind of falls off on the top end compared to the compared to the ktm and and the husky right um but it's still a really strong motor and it's it's weird like the, the Yamaha is fatter, and like I don't necessarily really like that, but I don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. It's whereas whenever I get on the Cowie and the and the Honda, like I just I sit on it, and I just don't don't have the feel for it. To me, know? there's there's a there's a place for a little bit of a thicker bike. I guess same thing with women, right? Yeah. Okay, I can grip better with a little bit of a wider feel bike. Not yeah, good, not a f- good hips, right? You know? Exactly, like hips, you can hang on to it. But, but if you get two of a skin, like I've been with some real skinny bikes before, and I, it's hard for me to to really pinch with my feet. So yeah. I feel like the Yamaha doesn't feel too wide, but I think it's a visual thing with the shroud. Yeah, like I, I kind of, it's it's a l- little bit, I mean, it's definitely wider than the KTM and stuff, yeah. but it 
it kind of makes the bike. Right. It's kind of hard to explain, but like you sit on it and it's not uncomfortable. It's just a different feel. Right. Um, and just kind of everything kind of meshes together. So Huskies first. Yeah. And okay. So this air fork. So you're bitching at it on the KTM. Why do you like it on the Husky? I don't necessarily like the air fork on the Husky. Okay. But so what makes this bike better? It may, this bike's better. I rode this bike at the end of the day. Yep. So granted, the track was the, dry. the track was rough. It was dry. Um, the rear end, like the way it, the subframe and like the rear end feels, like it's is it like comfort or traction? Both. Okay. Like I, I tend to like my stuff lower as it is. Yep. And getting on the gas, like the thing, it's just really smooth, kind of everywhere, and then and I steer with my rear. Yeah. So, like it, it just gels with me. It meshes with me, you know. Dude, I, I, I'm I'm on I'm on board as well, man. Like I rode them today, and my I'm not putting my rankings in, but oh, man, it's tough between the KTM and the Husky for first for me. I don't even know what I was. I, the, I would do. the only reason I, well, with the rear end issue on the Husky, like it's freaking good, you know. But the the engine is just a little bit different too. Like it. Yeah, explain. It. It's not as aggressive. It kind of has that mellow, and when you're rolling it on, it's just like that smooth power kind of all the way through. Okay. And it's still really fast, but you can carry that taller gear and just kind of, you know. See, that's what I, okay, so you said you carry a taller gear. To me, when I rode them back to back, dude, I felt like the Husky was better off the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Like, like with what pulling out, I was like, so weird for me, because it's always the opposite. The KTM is always better off the bottom. But, dude, this year, the Husky's really, really good off the bottom, dude, and it, it has traction. It, that's the thing. Like, there's... Tra I never... I never... I it's never connected to the... Like, like your, from your throttle hand to the rear wheel is connection. Yeah. I feel a lot of it. That, that's why I like that bike the best. Like, yeah. it... I felt comfortable on it. How's like, weight feeling, cornering? The corner's bitching. Okay. Um, you like the chassis steel frame? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, what about brakes? The, you like the, brake, the brakes are good. Yeah. The the clutch on the KTM is better than the Husky. Yeah. Um, but the freaking the KTM and the Husky brakes are night and day better than. I agree than with you on the, the clutch situation. I think the Husky has a different um, master cylinder, and, and the, the, the KTM uses something different. Yeah, well. just the feel of the clutch on the, the KTM lever, is just right. a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, the Husky's come a long way, and it's a really good bike. And if I was in this rankings, it'd be tough for me to decide first or second. But uh, I'll have to think about that a little bit more. So Chris Johnson's rankings, Husky, Yamaha, KTM, Kawasaki, Honda, Suzuki. Chassis, he ranked Husky, KTM, Suzuki, because of turning, obviously, right? Yep. Um, Yamaha, Honda, Kawi. Suspension, Yamaha, Honda, Husky, KTM, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Engine, Husky, KTM, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Honda, Suzuki. So, any parting words that you want to let people know about? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I had a great chick, time. I hope your chick posts an Instagram post of you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a... That's uh, going to be our, our, uh, our podcast. Our next podcast. <laughs> women and what they should do and shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to hey, that. Anyway, Chris Johnson is a good dude. He rides hard. You see him at Paula ripping around. If you see a 354th answer gear... Um, wave at him first and then flip him off and he'll <laughs> smile and then you'll go talk to him because that's how he works yeah yeah you know i'm a nice guy and yeah and i'll uh i'll talk to anybody until you uh to screw it yeah if you, if you mess with me then, oh, then we don't want to see the anger side the CGA. <laughs> <laughs> thanks man thanks. all right round two 
250 shootouts 2018 here at Sunrise and Loretta Lynn's champion is back to ride 250s. Paul Parabinos. Um, he's been a regular for this year with me. He's a good rider. He, he likes to pick a pick apart bikes um, to me I, I think as well as I do he uh, thinks about everything when he rides which is tough to do um, in my line of business it's almost like a unicorn you have to go search for some people <laughs> like that and it's tough to find so it's nice to have you um, so height weight real quick for everybody age uh, age 34, height 6 foot. I think I'm getting close to 180, Chris. So like, the red lens is the way it's going. Yeah, I'm no longer on that grilled chicken program. Mm -hmm. I'm on the, the In-N-Out Burger program. Yeah. and been really focused at work. So I was uh, I was probably 169 at Loretta's. I, my scale broke, but I think I'm probably 179. Maybe. You're probably way happier with 179, too. Like I'm happier. Yeah. Yeah. But I was angry. And I'm not getting as many clicks on my buckle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're happy. That's what matters. So... All right, so sunrise again, choppy. We didn't grade the whole track today, so we had some rough sections and then some loamy sections. Um, we're going to start from sixth and work our way up. Sixth place is the Honda. And it's funny because we just talked about this, is the Honda is really high up in the rankings or it's all the way down. So why is it down for you? It, it pains me to put it there because it's a brand new bike, but I, honestly, I think it's a combination of the track we're riding today. So the track's pretty high speed. Um, it gets hard, it gets choppy, but yet the turns can be pretty loamy, I think, and deeper, but the entire track will slow down in the corners. So it's not a, this is not a Glen Helen or a Comp Edge. Mm -hmm. um, you are going, you're shifting a lot, I think. And the biggest thing to me on the Honda was just the engine was was, um, I felt like you had to be a brain surgeon to ride it perfect and, and, and like find that power, that sweet spot of the power. Yep. So it was just very, very lackluster on the bottom. And uh, granted, I haven't rode a 250 in a long time, but... Um, you forget you had to get downshift a couple more times? Yeah, I was like, man, I got to shift more and I got to make more noise. I got to rev this thing. And I was trying to, and, and the Honda has some over rev. Um, and you can, you know, I think it really wants to be ridden aggressively. Um, but for me, I'm a little bit heavy, I think, for a 250, but the engine needs a lot of help to me on, yep. the, on the bottom. So, you know, and I think engine is, engine trumps chassis and suspension to me on a 250. Correct. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of jumps out here today that are, that are, were really good gauges because it's like, you're not timing stuff. You're right. hitting stuff wide open. Yeah. And some bikes, I mean, I'm, I'm standing up and absorbing them, getting the downside and other bikes, I'm sitting down and stretching it out right. to get over them. And that's kind of when we rode, rode a little bit together <clears throat> today in the back session, we went off that jump together. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I was gauging motor because I would have to hit that inside rut, not go outside. If if I come to out get of that, that end, big that, tabletop thing, yeah. That so if I got inside thing. rut and it would pull it, I'm like, okay, I got a decent yeah. pull. But uh, that was uh, I, I never jumped that jump on the Honda even. Yeah. Some uh, like for instance, some of the other bikes I could do it from the inside rut. I was trying the outside berm a little bit to keep some momentum, and I, I mean I could do the the jump on the Honda from the outside, but it, I I couldn't get it done on the inside, and, and I probably need better corner speed or, but it was hard to. You have to shift it more. You have to be very much more precise. And to me, I'm a vet rider. You know, uh, that's important to yeah. me. You know, so it was hard to get that engine moving, and um, I think it's just lacking some compression maybe or. Uh, 
needs more power. It needs yeah, more power. it needs more. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about chassis and suspension on it? I thought it was pretty good. Um, it wasn't it, it it wasn't as good as some of the other ones, but it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones. Um, pretty comfortable to me. I mean, uh, the ergos of the bike were pretty comfortable. Um, like the cockpit and everything that didn't bother me. I liked that about the Honda. Um, it felt like it turned pretty uniform. Like no, no, no knifing, no hard to turn, not too easy to turn. And and I, we talked about this with the four fifties. I don't think I like a bike that turns super super good. Correct. So you know, I'm kind of a rear end steering guy. I think yeah. and. Um, uh, you know, the, the chassis was fine. Yeah, if I could put a, a, a much better motor in there, it'd be a, it'd be a good bike. Um, Suzuki's fifth. So, good things about the Suzuki? Yeah, so I thought the engine is the engine's better than the Honda, I think. It's a little bit more lively. It doesn't have as much over-rev. Correct. The Suzuki seems to fall, fall off a little bit. But, um... And the chassis to me um, is okay, but I didn't like the suspension that yeah, much. Yeah, the fork kind of hurts it, right? Yeah, it just felt a bit harsh, and it kind of lands like a ton of bricks, and, yeah. and I could have dicked with it a little bit, but um, I'm trying to gauge these things in stock form, and we can mess with, we mess with Yeah, we do stuff, some things. The things we can do, we try to make them better, but we're not trying to rebuild a machine out here. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So the Suzuki was, I ranked it higher because, again, the engine was a lot better. I would say the suspension and the suspension was worse than the Honda but the chassis were fairly similar, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, Do you feel it? I think the Honda chassis was better. What about cornering? Do you think this is the best cornering bike or no? No. No. Okay. Not for me, no. They used to be that way, obviously. Suzuki yeah. was the cornering bike, and I feel like that's kind of going away. That goes back to my statement. Like, I think when people say that, you know, for instance, my buddy Jake Weimer has ridden a lot of Suzukis, and he's given me some pointers about my bike when I was riding a Cowie. When he was riding a Cowie, he wants a bike to turn crazy good. Yeah. I don't. I didn't like it. Right. Like he's a littler guy, and and he loves the Suzuki because it turns so, like turns on a dime. Right. And I don't really like that. So yeah. you know, it's different strokes for different folks. It's and that's the cool thing about this podcast and the shootout is hopefully people can can identify with a rider within right. the shootout and see what what they like, and that way they can help make a purchase for themselves. You know, that's correct. That's what we do it. So fourth place, Kawasaki. Yeah, um, Kawasaki got up there. Um, I didn't like the cockpit at all. Okay. Uh, you felt like you're in the bike more on this? No, on it just it, the whole the the handlebars and the bar mounts were were not good for me. But I know that's an easy change because you can change your bar bend and the bar mounts were in the back hole backwards. It was too cramped for me. Mm -hmm. It just felt awkward. The engine on the Cowie though was very lively. I think um, pretty lively engine. Uh, it revs pretty good. It's pretty snappy. Um, but uh, it, it so I guess to me the Honda and Suzuki were clearly down where they're at then the kawasaki was kind of by itself but then to me there was a big jump up to the other three bikes right. to me um for instance when we talked about 450s i thought all the bikes were much closer but to me um there's three clear clear leaders when it comes to and then the bottom three are in the bottom three correct yeah i would say the cowie is maybe not all the way down there it's kind of by itself and fourth um do you feel like it's light because when I rode it today, here I, I've never been a Cowie fan, and I rode it today. Man, I, I was cornering it pretty good, which is rare for me on a on a Kawasaki. I changed the mapping, not just the coupler. I changed the mapping that he had, and it really changed the whole bike for me. Mm -hmm. And I really liked it. Um, maybe top three for me. Oh, okay. But uh, I think that the key thing for me was to have it build more in the RPMs and pull farther because I felt like it was too short. I had to shift it too much. Mm -hmm. And I think that helped the bike. Um, 
but to me it just felt light. I don't know if it felt light to you. I thought that like it, it didn't feel heavy by any means. It felt fine. It turns good. The engine really is, I think, the best part about the Cowie yeah. personally. Um, the suspension I wasn't wild about. Oh, right. And I think it's because I was. I'm a bit heavy for it, but the shock had a real stiff spot into it, and I think I was too far down the stroke. And I think it was the same same reason for the forks. I think it was getting too far down the stroke because I'm too heavy. Also. Um, with my riding style, I, I, I grew up in the sand and I've had knee injuries and I, for some reason, cannot sit far forward on the bike in the, in the corners. Okay. I kind of sit in the middle of the seat or back. Uh, my friends make fun of me it's kind of this it's, all the time. Now that you say that, when I watch you ride, I, I could see that. Now. I sit really far back. You're kind of neutral, awkward. super neutral. Yeah, yeah, I cannot get far forward, so I oftentimes take a lot of sag out of my bike to keep the rear end high through the corners so I'm not, you know, choppering out of all the corners. Right. And that's just a personal thing. And to me, the Cowie was... Um, between just having kind of normal sag again i could have took sag out but um the shock was too soft for me too so i would, fork is not a thick man that fork's atrocious like i do not like it i didn't the, the best part about the cowie again was the engine the right. worst part was the suspension the yeah. chassis is fine i think but yeah. those are the two uh talking points for me about the cowie yep let's move to the top three now so very close for Paul. So third is the Yamaha. I feel like you're starting to become a Yamaha guy. I am. I am. I think. <laughs> hey, I am. So honestly, when it comes to the 250Fs and the 450s, these these three OEMs are are, are doing it for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I would ride and purchase any of these three bikes. And really, it's about if you you know it, it's so close for me. It's about if you can get a better deal at your dealership. Yamaha has a really good contingency program. They'll yeah. pay you cash on a credit card. Yeah. KTM and Husky don't do that. They yeah. give you parts credit only. So that's valuable oh, really? to me. So, so so KTM doesn't have the Visa thing? They have a card where you can only purchase Husky and KTM parts. Oh. Or you can go buy a Big Mac with a Yamaha or a right. Cowie. So that's no matter valuable if you're, to a, me. you're a 125 novice yes. or a pro. Yes, okay. they're putting cash on a debit card. Got it. That's important to me. So it depends on what kind of racing you're doing. KTM and Husky have really, really uh, generous off-road programs. Uh -huh. um, I'm not as familiar with Yamahas, but I believe they're one of the industry leaders when it comes to comes to contingency. So those are all the those are the things that would start to trigger my purchasing entice you a little entice bit. me a little bit yeah. you know when i because these bikes are all so close so the yamaha um i thought i would like the fork and the suspension more it didn't blow me as away as much as i thought I'm with you on that and i'm getting i don't know if you feel this way but i don't like air on a 450 but i liked air today on 250s like the husky and the ktms those are they work well with that bike. It's funny because I felt like I had a slightly more comfort on the KTM and the Husky initially mm -hmm. than the Yamaha, which was tripping me out. Mid-stroke, I felt Yamaha was better, but initial touch, yeah. the, the AER stuff was good. Yeah, I was really impressed with the forks on the on the Husky and the KTM today, and, and coming from riding the 450 shootout, I had high expectations of the Yamaha fork today, but it didn't, it didn't wow me. It was better than the other three by far. But it wasn't as good as the AER48 fork. So um, the Yamaha is uh, the engine noise and the loudness of the 250F is way more noticeable than it is on a 450 to me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm muffler? coming around. I'm coming around with the awkward cockpit because that cockpit is very unique. I'd say to to all the bikes. Yeah. But I'm coming around. You can get used to it. And like I said, if there's other, if you get a better deal at your dealership or contenders or something, the Yamaha's a great bike. The engine's strong. It's easy to ride. Um, the real big difference why these three were so far in front of the other ones is just ease of riding. I didn't have to be a, a, a brain surgeon with shifting and clutch and power. And, and again, we have a track here today that's high speed, but yet it slows down the corners and there's rutted deep corners. So that really begun... 
would be the worst enemy of of those bikes in the Sluggish bottom three. Bikes, yeah. yeah, because because of the track today. If right. we were on a more open track that you can carry a taller gear and keep your momentum, I don't think the gap would be as big. Correct. But uh, but you, to me, you go think ahead. Uh, the Yamaha has more torque than the top two here? It feels torquey. Yeah. It feels torquey, but those other bikes are good, man. They, so they, let me get to this point. Connection to the rear wheel from your throttle hand between the Yamaha and the top two. The top two were better than the Yamaha at that. Yeah. As far as connect, so um, it wasn't just exiting corners. It was it was everywhere. Kind of. It felt. Um, I felt like I got more wheel spin with the Yamaha. Like I would have loved a 120 today on the yeah. Yamaha. Yeah. A 120 tire. That would have been awesome for me. I feel like the Yamaha has excitement, like that burst, like got my RPM response. You're like, woo, this is great. But then when you start going. You don't really go yeah. like the KTM and Husky. So um, I think that's what kind of tricks people sometimes. And uh, that's just one thing I noticed when I rode all of them today. I'm like, I can't believe how much connection I have on these two. If you're two. driving forward with those bikes, you don't seem like you're getting as much. You're lighting it up a little bit with the Yamaha because the Yamaha engine's very good, but I think you're lighting it up a little bit. And I messed with um, a map a little bit with Tommy Han today, which yeah. is cool to see him with the Yamaha. Like, that's a big deal. I think that's why another reason why Yamaha's. Be, I'm really coming around with Yamaha. They have Travis God, Preston. Are. Wow. They have Travis Preston. They have Tommy Hahn. They're hiring people that ride and understand motorcycles, Correct. and it makes a difference. In like, our sport, it does. It dude. does. This is a this is an enthusiast sport, and and you know it's tough in our industry because you need to find somebody that's good at business and and management. Unicorn. You, yeah. The yeah. unicorn. Yeah, but they <laughs> need to know about our sport. Right. So that's tough to find. That's just like what Paul said. You got to know our sport. You got to be an enthusiast. You got to be passionate about it. But you also got to be smart, which sometimes dirt bike people, I mean, let's face it, yeah. we're not all fucking rocket scientists, right? We just like yeah. twisting the throttle. Yeah. But when you find someone intelligent that can do things, that can articulate a bike, that's what helps. And I think, just like what you said, Travis is good at articulation. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy's an enthusiast. So, yeah, yeah, I think that makes a big difference. So. Um, yeah, the Yamaha, I, I didn't I didn't quickly rank it, or I'm sorry, I pretty quickly ranked it third. The other two were better for me. I just, I felt like I went faster and rode better on the other two bikes, but the Yamaha's a very competitive 250F. I mean, those these top three are clearly better than the other three to me. So let's compress this. So obviously KTM's first, Husky is second. What, between those two, why did you rank the KTM above the Husky? It's so little minute things. It's... It's almost trivial. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I like, I enjoy the Brembo clutch, Brembo clutch lever on the KTM compared to the Husky. I like the Husky seat cover better than the KTM seat cover. I like the the engine to me on the KTM is a touch more lively on bottom than the Husky. Husqvarna so, has Magura clutch. Yes, Magura clutch. Yes, yes. And I just don't like that lever. I didn't either. And it, it, the the Brembo is just more comfortable. To the me. action of the Magura wasn't as good as the. the I mean, Brembo. so like we're picking them apart. Yeah. Right yeah, now. Right. And again, if you can purchase, I have a saying sometimes because I'm kind of a husky guy. But you know, why purchase something in orange when you can buy it in white? Right. But it's really personal preference. It's whatever you want, whatever you're getting a better deal at. Both those bikes are so amazing to ride. They're they're. And again, I'm not a 250F guy. I don't race them anymore. It's been years. I don't ride them anymore. But I had fun on those bikes. Yeah. And the other bikes tired me out more too because I had to be so much more precise yeah, and know. work so much harder to get them to go. And I mean, you know, again, when it comes to engine and stuff, like some of the other bikes, I was stretching stuff out to clear them. And, and on the Husky and the KTM, I was standing up and soaking stuff up. I could just, I could get around the track much faster on those two bikes than other, any others. I also told the guys over at KTM and Husky that um, there's long ruts here today at sunrise, long and, and 180 degree corners. 
I feel way more comfortable standing up around the complete corner on those bikes than I do any other bike. It follows the rut nice. It stays settled. It doesn't want to. It doesn't want to lift. It doesn't want to knife. You can. I, I'm big on that too. I really try to force myself to stand up very deep into the corners. Right. Um, I think that's a, a very important technique that people overlook. Yeah. You need to stand up all the way through at least the center of the corner, typically on, on well, most. Especially corners. if you got bumps leading into the rut, right? Yes, so if exactly. there's no bumps, you can sit down and set up early, but. You know, later in the day, you got four, five, six yep. bumps. You got and this is something that you that you saw at Loretta's. Like, I think that is a huge technique that you have to do at Loretta Lens. You have to stand very oh, yeah. far into the corners Dude. because you're in a rut the whole way, and you need to get in there to where the pivot point of the rut is and settle your bike so you can get it to turn, and so you're exiting the rut through the center of the rut. But if you stand, if you're sitting down the whole way, you're sitting down, your compress, your suspension's rebounding when you're trying to turn. Yeah, just gonna you're fighting a rut up. the whole time. Right. So, um, yeah, those bikes just were very comfortable to me and 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 you know i put the ktm first because it's again it's tiny little things like the clutch lever or the bit more liveliness of the engine i don't know if there, what's i don't know if there's a muffler difference between the two oh, there's a little bit but i also i i, I kind of in the flip-flop with you i almost feel like the huskies pulls a little bit better out of a corner than the ktm and hmm. and i was you know kind of baffled by that because usually the ktm's always snappier and pulls better out of a corner and that's why i was asking andy from husky i'm like Dude, why is this different this year? I feel like the Husky pulls a little bit better. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just super weird for me. Both bikes are close, like for me as well. Yeah. But I, I agree with your your top two. And another the big thing I guess with how I rank them is I thought the Husky was a bit more I don't want to say harsh, but a bit more firm in the rear. Either when I was sitting, when I was going through bumps. Maybe that's the difference in the swing arm, mm -hmm. but the KTM seemed to absorb stuff and, and not deflect so much of it up to my body, you know? And I was told today, KTM swing arm is a little bit more, um, well, a little bit softer of a feel. I guess the ribs on the inside are a little bit different, Okay. so it is just slightly softer. And that's a tricky thing, because we messed with that, you know, in my previous life as a mechanic, we've messed with swing arm stiffnesses and... and if somebody goes a lot faster than me, they might like the Husky right? because they want Stiffness. it to be a little stiffer. Yeah. If someone goes slower than me, I would say for sure. The There's KTM people out there. When you get older, you want comfort. Absolutely. Performance, maybe not so much. <laughs> comfort, you want. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think this, those top two have a blend of both. They're good bikes, man. Yeah. And 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 I and electric start I think is important to me. Okay. Um, you know you can hit a button for the KTM for the Husky. Um, the Honda electric start is great, but it, it didn't it didn't do enough to to you know to write put it higher right. up in my ranks because of the engine. So, but I like I like electric start. I mean, I honestly think Eli Tomac might be a Supercross champion if he had electric start. Yeah. So these are all the things that you guys have to you know take into account when you're purchasing a bike. What you're purchasing it for. What you're trying to do. I mean, if, you know, it's, it's you know, everyone has their own, uh, you know, contributing factors. Yeah, absolutely. Purchase, so. so Paul's rankings here, KTM first, second, Husky third, Yamaha fourth is the Kawasaki fifth, Suzuki sixth, Honda. Chassis ranking, KTM, Husky, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Honda, and Suzuki. In the suspension ranking, he has Husqvarna, KTM, Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki, and Cowie. Engine, KTM, Husky, Yamaha, Cowie, Suzuki, Honda. Thanks for coming out again. Thank you for inviting me. Hey, protaper.com? Yeah, head there. We got a lot of cool stuff coming in February, so um, I'll be able to talk about that. 
And all you people email about bar, I, dude, I get so many emails about bars, dude. And That's awesome. And I'm ho- I'm hope hopefully hopefully I helped educate you a little bit about bars. And yes. Stiffness and flex because but we still need to talk about that. We haven't totally got into that yet. Let's the seven eighths, one one eighths deal, yeah. crossbar, non crossbar. I sent you some lab results. Yes, you did. I'm not totally bought in on that yet. <laughs> but the computer's lying. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna do a podcast with Paul just about this because this is interesting to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Evo Bar, it's one of my favorite bars. I've you know, I answer a bunch of emails and, and a lot of guys are getting that bar, so Yeah, I mean there I've I've learned a lot since I've been at Pro Taper and, and a cross barless bar from one brand to the other is, is not the same. There's a lot of different things you can do in the way you profile the, the tube the with the yep. thickness of the tubes through the profile of the handlebar um, and crossbars and whatnot and, and uh, there's I mean I'm a nerd about it now so you know um, a lot about it unfortunately yeah. <laughs> I got to all right man well thank you all right thank you all right another rider another day done Tyler Churchill second day he's a returning guy from milestone Mason I haven't got the video yet with Mason. I'm going to bark at him when I get off the... I uh, came home yesterday and I saw him doing it, so oh, it's okay. going to be done soon. Okay. Mason, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tyler rode with us for the at sunrise today. Um, you normally ride a 450, correct? Yep. Um, but you are... How much you weigh and how tall are you? Uh, 175, 5'11". Okay, so it's about the same size as me. I'm six foot, 170, close to it. Um, Sixth place, Suzuki. Not a big shocker. It's kind of where it's been today, fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, strong points for it today? Uh, strong points for it today, I think, was cornering once you're actually in the corner. Corner entrance was super tough for me today. I think it was due to the fork, uh, front end moving around a lot, harshness that I couldn't really get rid of. But once you were in the corner, settled outside, inside, didn't really matter where. It felt pretty stable. But this track calls for... Um, a lot of, I mean, this track really calls for a really rounded engine. It's got a lot of tight turns, bottom end, and then high speed top end. Yeah, we were talking about it with Paul Parabinos. He was like, dude, it's a fast track, but then it has corners that you got to go slow. So it kind of shines everything in the motor, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I can see that, like, Suzuki bottom end's pretty good. Uh, the Suzuki on the bottom end is, it's absolutely better than the top end, yeah. but um, it just felt a little bit squishy all around compared to the other bikes. What about fork feel? Fork feel, I noticed today a lot more than yesterday. I think today was a little bit more rough on the track, yep. but um, the fork felt, its it, honestly, it's hard to explain. It was like harsh and soft at the same time. That's kind of the sensation that a lot of guys get with that air fork is... Uh, it drops down. It's kind of pitchy, so I'm going to raise it up a little bit, and then I get harsh feeling. Yeah. So uh, similar feel. So fifth place, um, Kawasaki KX250F. The Kawasaki today, when I got on it, um, I got on it first today because I felt fastest on it on Tuesday at Milestone. So I figured I'd start my day off with feeling good on that thing. And right when I sat on it, um, again, it just felt small. Small in a sense where kind of the whole bike felt low. Yeah. And uh, especially the front end, which that thing does corner good. I was happy with that right. thing in the corners. Yeah. And I think it was due to it at least feeling like I had a low front end, like really cutting, diving. Yeah. But yeah, I felt like I cornered pretty damn good on the Cowie today. Yeah, and I'm normally not a Cowie, like cornering type of dude. But today, man, that thing felt light. It cornered good. It, it cut down off of blown out berms. I was yeah, like, totally. I liked it. What about engine feeling? Um, the engine feeling on that's pretty snappy. But that one, I think, is the biggest, um, probably the biggest bike to fall off on top. Yeah, so it falls revs off out too quick. Yeah, revs out too quick, and I mean, like, really falls off on top. And 
some of the jumps here, some of the bigger jumps, uh, you really need a top end to hit those. How it many was, times did you case the show that triple today? Oh, dude, uh, ask me how many times I cleared it. <laughs> okay, so you cleared yeah. it less than you did yeah, case I, it. I don't think I cleared it once. Yeah. But it was a good test for um, like just the hardest hit you can get on a bike, and so I kind of went for it at least once or twice on every bike to feel how it um, did or didn't break my ankles. Yeah, right. So, yeah. What about the fork on that bike? So that's an F SFF fork. Yeah, the fork, um, I mean, kind of the same as the Suzuki, kind of a little bit different, but same in the um, aspect of harsh and then blown through the stroke. I mean, right. I couldn't really find a happy medium. It was either super harsh or blowing all the way through the stroke and yeah, there's no medium. Yeah, it's, just, it's tough to set up and I tried some settings today with that and I went up uh, one turn in on the preload and helped a little bit, but also got a little bit firmer feel, which I didn't like. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. I can understand that. So Yamaha fourth, this is where it gets tricky. Yeah. We, we talked to, he tried, so the people out there, he tried to do a tie on me and I cock blocked that real quick. <laughs> so I was like, hell to the now. We ain't doing no ties oh, because I got so much shit in my 450 shootout because overall there was a tie, but Individually, there can't be ties. So um, he wanted a Yamaha fourth, but he couldn't. So Yamaha comes in fourth. So what are the good points for you here at Sunrise on the Yamaha? Uh, the good points on the Yamaha, I was absolutely fastest on the Yamaha today. Yep. Um, it felt super level. I could come into corners uh, leaning before the rut like I was already in it just incredibly fast over the other bikes and overall I was for sure fastest on the Yamaha today. What about suspension? Suspension on it worked a lot better for me today than yesterday. Again, I think it's because there was a lot more chop today. I was able to experience it more. Uh, at first it was a little bit jumpy, but I um, made some adjustments to that, quickened up the rebound a little bit and uh, kind of smoothed out. I think it was packing a little. Yeah, what about uh, cornering this bike? And it's People say it feels fat and it's hard to corner. Do you have that problem with this bike? Um, it does feel fat, but it's in your head. I it mean, you doesn't get, bother you as much on the track. No, it might just be me, but I think it's in people's head that everyone talks about how fat that bike is. I mean, it is fat when you get on it visually. Yeah, it's visually fat when yeah. you get on it in the pits. It's fat. By the time you're to the track and through two corners and three jumps, you don't notice it. Right. At least I don't notice it. And um, as far as cornering, I think I cornered. I was just talking about how good I cornered on the Suzuki and Cowie. I think I absolutely cornered best in the Yamaha today. So cornering, you think Yamaha was better for you today? Yeah, and there was a lot of like really long, perfect sweeping ruts today where you needed full commitment, and I think it had a lot to do with the power of that bike. If I was starting to fall a little bit uh, to the inside, I mean, you just hit that, and it has so much bottom and mid. Torque feel. Yeah. yeah, just torque that it was able to, you know, correct me, stand me up a little bit. But I think it was a lot due to the power of that thing that I cornered so good on these ruts on this track today. Yeah. Um, third is the Honda which was your favorite at Milestone. It was. Um, it's funny because I would say it's a little faster here. You know, like we said, it's, it's tight in some areas, but I think overall track is quicker. So I thought you would like it better, but you didn't. So Honda came in third. So what changed for you today with the Honda? Uh, pretty much, like I'm just going to break it down real yeah. quick. I was felt fast in the Yamaha. Okay. I had the most fun on the Honda just because I was also turning on that thing pretty good. You got revving the, revving the hell of that thing. It's fun yeah, to ride it's, like that. Exactly. So yeah. I had the most fun on that. And then, of course, the um, KTM, I kind of felt the best overall smoothest. I felt smoothest on that bike. So right. it was hard to um, kind of, you know, differ from what I should put ahead of what, for what reasons. The top four bikes, seriously, each have a reason to win. Yeah. So it was super hard today. But um, yeah, the Yamaha was pretty happy with the Yamaha, or sorry, the Honda. Yeah, so Honda yeah, suspension was pretty good? 
Uh, yeah, for me today, I just like how it's so adjustable. Honestly, on that bike, I really feel like every time I'm out on the track, and today I was experiencing a lot of packing because it was super bumpy coming into some turns and choppy, just, yeah, super choppy. I was trying to come into them quick, and um, it was packing and then kind of fishing out a little bit. So I came in, um, they adjusted it, I think, just a couple clicks. I came in twice, and they adjusted it twice. You can really and, feel a difference? Oh, yeah. It was... I could feel the difference on that bike more than other bikes when I came in and adjusted it for sure. So I was really happy with the suspension on that um, in a sense of adjustability. So yeah, like the Showa stuff that I've experienced with going, and you guys heard me say this in other podcasts, is the Showa fork, one click is super sensitive. Same thing with the SFF fork, that's uh, sensitive as well. So. The Showa suspension seems to react more to one click versus a KYB suspension where um, two clicks seems to be the norm. So I, I would have to agree with you there. Um, cornering, maybe you didn't corner as good as a Yamaha, you said? No, I didn't corner as good as a Yamaha, but um, I mean, actually, when I was in the corner, I think I was cornering as good, but definitely I was entering corners a lot uh, faster than the Yamaha. Yeah. I felt um, like a hero. I don't know why. Um, so he has a tie, KTM and Husky, but I made him not I made him undo the tie okay so we untied it KTM one husky second now you're gonna have to you're gonna have to break it down I'm sorry right. why the KTM over the husky to be honest first the reason I wanted to tie those yep. was like I said the first four bikes were so close and each had reasons to win I kind of felt bad pushing the Honda and Yamaha to third and fourth I wanted I really wanted them in second and third but for sure I think the KTM and Husky just performed all around better today um, KTM but, what's the reason with KTM over the Husky though you don't even know man it's it, tough. seriously it really could like we were touching on a little bit yesterday it yeah. totally could be a mental thing but yeah. the ktm for sure i just wrote it i mean i wrote it a little bit longer even yeah. and that's i'm struggling with that right now i've been off for a while so uh when i ride i got you know a good like four pretty quick laps in me and then i got to take a couple sections but the ktm um i rode that thing longer and i felt like it was smoother um over a couple of the bumps on the track they were like really really sharp um, harsh bumps, high speed, like where you land, like on landings. And um, yeah, I didn't really feel as much of a hit for some reason on the KTM and the Husky. What about, um, so the clutches are different on the KTM Husky. Husky has a Magura, okay. KTM has a Brembo. Do you feel a difference on the clutch action or clutch lever or anything? Um, or do you notice that at all? Well, you know what? I was literally wondering how the clutch systems work on those things because obviously hydraulic clutch is right. like a spaceship. Yeah. And um, on the KTM, I felt yeah, I felt like I liked it a little bit more on the KTM and I didn't know why. I had no idea they had different clutches, so that totally makes sense. Yeah, so I'm the same way. Like I prefer a Brembo Hydro than, uh, than, than the Magura, um, which is funny because... Huskies were supposed to come with Magura brakes, and I tried some Magura brakes, and the Maguras was better than the Brembo because they're more progressive. But for some reason, the action of the Magura clutch is just kind of—I want to say what we call in the world in test world juttery. It has like a little judder when you slip it. It kind of kind of like a little jut. Mm -hmm. um, with the Brembo, just real smooth and yes. buttery. Super smooth. Yeah. So connection to the rear wheel with these two bikes are high for you? Like oh, traction? Very, yeah, very high. And I really do think, 
And again, I think yeah. it's due to the um, kind of steel frame, the flex of steel frame gives uh, coming out of bumps. On like, if you come out of a corner with some serious momentum and you're not really like sucking into the bumps, you're kind of chattering across the top of them. Right. These things still feel like they're sucking into the bumps. Yeah, and you've got like mo- forward momentum. You yeah, know? totally. You Unlike the Yamaha, where you have this, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh, it's exciting. Yeah. But yeah, maybe not as much traction. Yeah, the Yamaha, like I was saying, it did jump around a little bit on me today, but it jumped around in a straight line and by the time I was in a rut I was settled and it was good yeah but yeah that it doesn't really have the exiting corner jitter on those bikes so you work at a dealership I do you're gonna go buy one of these bikes tomorrow when you go when you go into work tomorrow and the, and the dudes are like hey we got you 10g what you gonna buy man um, and you're gonna go race a couple let's say Hey, we want you to go race a few local races. Mm-hmm. Here's a bike. Give you ten grand. What are you gonna buy? I'll tell you what. The um, if I was racing, I'd be in a lot better shape than I am right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get back into it, so I'm gonna have to get in shape. But man, I know that I have KTM, Husky, Honda, Yamaha for my top four. Yeah. But as far as a 250, I think I really might go buy a Yamaha because, yeah. like I said, I felt fastest on it today. I think with a little bit of work on my body, I'd get less arm pump on that thing because it does have that, you know, raw power bottom end. Yeah. It really gives you some arm pump. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think if I could get rid of that, I think I might be happiest on a Yamaha, a Honda or a Yamaha, honestly. So, looks-wise, sexiness, oh. which bike is better? KTM. KTM sexy to you. Oh, yeah. So if you had a lineup of chicks and the KTM was a chick, you'd pick an orange chick. Yeah, have you seen the way the front brake cable goes behind the number plate? Yeah, does the KTM, does the Husky do that? Um, I don't think so, no. No. It's the trickiest shit I've ever seen, I think. I do like a Honda look, though. Yeah, <laughs> the Honda does look so Those, cool. you know, the dual, duels are yeah. pretty bitching, too, yeah, you know? Especially when you get, you know, anything aftermarket on those things. Oh, like, say, a carbon Yoshi's on it. Oh, yeah. it's gonna look sick. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, he's not, he's not single, ladies. He has a chick. She was here helping him write because he had arm pump. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. That's why he brought her. <laughs> and the drive home because he's going to fall asleep on the way home. I told them, I said, they got to play rock, paper, scissors to decide who's driving home because it's not me. Yeah, he came from San Diego, so we appreciate it. It's like, well, he left at 5 o'clock this morning and he showed up at 9, so it's a long fucking drive, man. Anything to ride dirt bikes. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. let's rip off the scores here. KTM, Husky, Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki is the overall. Chassis ranking was Honda, KTM, Husky, Yami, Suzuki, Cowie. Suspension rankings, Yamaha, Honda, KTM, Husky, Suzuki, Kawasaki. The engine ranking, Yamaha, KTM, Husky, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Thanks, buddy. Yep, no problem. Thank you. We'll get you on the more. We'll get you more of these. All right, I like these. And your buddy. All right, yeah. Drive on. <laughs> okay, man, thanks. <laughs> Okay, rider interviews, Sunrise Cycle Park, day two, 250 shootouts, you know. I don't have to repeat myself five times. I am with the electric diesel maniac, Big Air Todd. He's back. He is back. Hello, Big Air. On a beautiful day in the desert. It wasn't. I mean, windy for a little bit. It calmed down. Now it's a beautiful kind of overcast, cloudy, what, 75 degrees today? Yeah, it was nice. Perfect riding weather. Todd is stoked. How old? Oh, dude, just turned 50. Yeah, 50-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um, your junk still work? Oh, we, pretty amazingly, to be honest. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Surprisingly, man. I good guess. Good for you. Uh, what's your height and weight? Oh, I'm getting shorter as I get older. No, I'm like 5'8". I weigh 100. I just weighed myself 155 pounds. 
I've uh, been riding my whole life. Started riding when I was five, racing when I was 13. Put that up to your face. Riding in He's been cross. riding a shit. I mean, dude, let me just take you back here real quick before we start in on this. I don't know. I'm 14 years old. I used to see Big Air Todd at CRC races. There was a race up in Kernville. He was always up there racing. You've been around a long time. He's Damon Huffman's buddy. Who else's buddy? Colton Haker's buddy. Jeff Aaron's buddy. Ex-Jimmy Lewis buddy. We won't even... <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> but Todd's been around. He knows how to ride a dirt bike. He's good at being unique when breaking down things. I mean, just listen to the 450 Shootout podcast, people. You want to know some shit, you listen to Todd's interview, okay? I didn't even know there was electric diesel engines, and I got 50-some emails of pictures of this electric diesel locomotive that I didn't even knew exist, and this guy dropped the knowledge on me. It's all torque, baby. <laughs> it's all torque. <laughs> all right, we're going to start with sixth place. Um, we've been saying this all this this whole time. I don't know what anybody's been saying this whole time, so no, I'm stepping you in here right now. No, right. no, no. I'm stepping in here right now. Um, kind of more surprised at myself and how what I picked yep. from from one to six. And and I'm being honest and I'm just gonna throw it out there and and it's gonna be what it is. Yeah, good. I like it. Sixth place, Suzuki. What did you like about it? I, I did like the ergonomics in the cockpit, and they immediately feel comfortable right away when you sit on it. It corners well. It's just I felt the forks were super harsh. It hurt my wrists a lot. It was just, and it also, uh, it just felt like by far the slowest motor. Yeah. It was deceivingly slow. You would think you were going faster than you were, like, because it sounded like you were over revving. You, you felt like you were going to make the jump you were yeah. going to pull the triple just didn't do it and it, it just didn't get the, the that top end that top end little on the 250S the top end pull means so much well everyone's been saying horsepower is king in this class it is that's what I'm saying like yeah. that, that's what it means like when you're you're pinning it on the back fender and you know third or fourth gear trying to make it over something and it kind of falls off flat on the top end you're not going to make it. Right. And I, what about suspension on this thing? I just felt, like I said, it was harsh. I should have spent more time on it, but I, I basically rode every bike today with their stock settings. Yeah. That's... How you're going to pick it up at the dealership. Exactly. And yeah. I didn't want to mess with it too much. I just felt like that's going to be a first impression. I, I think it's a good mixture. We have guys like you in the shootout that just ride how they are. Then we have guys that tinker. I tinker, Paul tinkers, other people tinker around. And I think it's good to get both of that, you know, because when you go buy a bike, you're going to go ride it. You're not going to go dick with it right well no i mean if you're gonna buy a bike you are gonna spend a lot of time making it your bike but like, when you first pick it up you're there's a base that you have to have to get a, a new motorcycle that you like right absolutely and i feel like you're the base like i'm riding all these bikes how they come here's what the base is and you're telling me all about it yes okay so six flight suzuki plain and simple it needs more motor that's, That's it. it. Let's Period. break it down, right? Period. Um, fifth place, Green Machine, Kawasaki KX250F. I like this bike a lot today. Obviously, it got fifth today for you. Why? I, I like it, too. There's nothing really wrong with the bike, and it was tough for me to, to rank. It was tough for me to rank Yamaha, Honda, and Kawasaki. They felt like they all went from third to fifth place between them because there wasn't anything that I could that stand out that wasn't that I, that I didn't like. Okay. I felt like the suspension again was kind of harsh, but again, that just takes some some clickers and some adjustments and maybe sending up off the suspension gear whatever whoever whoever does your suspension, your technician and your right. local whatever, even like Pro Circuit would be incredible for a Kawasaki, I would imagine. But, you know, it ha it's stable at high speed, which has always been Kawasaki's Kawasaki's trait, right? yeah, trait for sure. 
and and like, I could buy that bike and I could race that bike and I could I could win on that bike. So there really isn't a lot to say that's bad about the Kawasaki. Um, you, you like the engine though? Is it obviously better than Suzuki? It's yeah. I felt like it was stronger and had more over rev and it pulled on the top end. Where as the Suzuki I was saying earlier, like kind of flattened out on the top end. Are you bummed out that these two bikes don't have electric start? Does that help at all? I mean, in your rankings or no? Nope. Didn't didn't really help. Does it affect you at all? Nope. There are two of these. Come on, they're so easy to start. Right. It doesn't really. Well, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know if you were nitpicking and you wanted to do that or not. No. Okay. So fourth place, all new Honda CRF 250R. Surprising motor. You like it? I like the motor. It was deceivingly kind of quiet. Okay. And it was kind of one of the quietest bikes, I would say, if you were to put them on whatever. Someone else told me that too today. Like, um, I don't forget who it was now, but someone said, I rode off the Yamaha and then I rode the Honda and it just felt like it was plugged up. Like it sounded really quiet. It does. If you put like a decimal meter on the back of all these six bikes, I think the Honda would come out by the, I think for sure it would be the quietest bike, which is deceiving. It doesn't mean it's slow. It's fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was, I was jumping jumps and over jump, not over jumping, but clearing things pretty easily on the Honda. It has a, and it has the uh, pretty cool ignition settings. It has three different settings, like a mid, a top, and like I guess it would be a beginner, the number so one, one setting. So one is standard, two is like a, a traction uh, setting. Which was my favorite. Okay. Which was surprising, because uh-huh. you would think, oh yeah, you want to be have the most aggressive setting, right? You got to put it on the number three. Right. And I didn't, I preferred number two. I yep. felt like it made better traction. Absolutely. I mean, especially now on the end of the day, it gets hard packed. Yep. So it probably, you know, connectivity is better. And, and a thing too, about myself I feel like I've been riding my whole life I got this I can I have the clutch control I have the throttle control I feel like I'm Kevin Windham but yeah. I'm nowhere near but it feels that way right <laughs> I, I, I did, wish you ever, I was. did you ever buy a bike because of a top rider have you ever purchased a machine because a top rider had that machine no I, without a doubt no okay no way not, not even because those guys come on. I know, but I'm just saying as you're growing up, do you look at like that like, oh, whatever. Let's say Kevin Windham, he's on a Honda. I want to buy a Honda. Most definitely no. Okay. Yeah. Because if you if you know and we know because, I mean, we're not, we've been around forever. You, those guys can make those bikes anything yeah, they want. it's totally different bike. Yeah, totally. What, they're factory guys. They can, yeah. whatever they can, however they can test, right. they can make it whatever they want. What about suspension on the Honda? I felt uh, that's. I felt it was a little harsh. I felt the front end was a little harsh. I felt I could have spent more time, like dialing in the front end. It hurt. It, it stung on my my wrist a few times. Okay. It was surprisingly not as plush an initial suspension uh-huh. as I would have wanted it to be or expected it to be. I want to ask you a question later. Just remind me, because I'll forget. I'll probably, um, I'll probably forget myself. <laughs> third is the Yamaha YZ250F, and that gets that gets third place just based on the motor. Alone. I mean that it was fast. Right. It was the I if you put those on dynos, I could bet money that that bike would be the fastest. Okay. I mean it just it corners well. It's stable. It's got a strong motor, and like we were saying earlier, in this class, the motor means a lot. Yes, sir. And what about suspension? Obviously, Yamaha known for suspension. The suspension was great. It just felt like the chassis just in sweeping hooped out corners just. I don't know if it was the linkage or the frame. It just felt like when it compressed in corners, you would get like a, a kind of a rebound effect of I don't know how do you how, I don't know how to explain so it. So like if you're coming into a corner, does it come rebound and kick you out? Yes, a sweeping corner with hoops okay. in it. Yes, it was. So that's a common trait for that frame. Even when the YZ450 was like that, as you're rolling through some rolling sweepers, it would load you and then unload. Yes, exactly. Uh, you get feedback from it. unload. Yeah, unload is exactly it because it would load up. Because right. you're turning, say, right, and it would 
it just it would stick down and then it would it would spring back. Right. So and that's just subtle little subtle subtleties I'm sure you could you could work on with but it, that's what separated that from winning, correct? Is that what? That's things? exactly what separated it from being one and two. Okay, so let's just get to one and two. Husky one, KTM second. And this is kind of the theme of this day today. Which I have no idea about the theme of the day. No, you do I'm not. Just I'm just saying, but opinion. like as I've been doing these interviews here today, it's been the theme. Husky and KTM have been one and two a lot of the times. I've never thought I would ever say that, and I put it on my notes. So I just right that, here it says, people, Husky Big Arrow. Never thought. I would say I want a Husky. Overall, the most fun. That's the bottom line. Right. It is flickable. Right. And fun and easy to ride. And you can throw it into corners and push the front end down over the top of jumps. Like you're almost like you're manualing over on a BMX bike. It just... But explain to the people out there why Husky is better than the KTM. For what, what separates those two? And why is the Husky first and KTM second? I just felt like the chassis was a little more easy to ride, a little more forgiving, a little more stable on sweeping corners with okay. hoops in it. And like I said, I could I'll go, I could push the front end down and hooped out corners as you're flying through the air and, and get into a corner and come out of it. And there's no like uh, after effect in the rebound. Like he's the doing Yamaha. hand motions as he's talking. Yeah, you guys can't I, see it, but I'm, 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 I'm picking up what you're throwing like down. I'm, I'd be bad in the radio. So. If we had a live Instagram feed, you guys could totally follow Big Air right now with I'm, the hand. I'm Italian, man. I hand talk. <laughs> <laughs> so how about the suspension on these two bikes, the Air Fork? Is, it, is this fork better than the Yamaha fork in your eyes today? In, on the Husqvarna? Yes. I felt it was set up initially better for okay. myself. That's fine. I'm there just saying no, today. There was no issues. Like I said, I, I rode all these bikes on their stock settings as you would buy them and roll them out to your local track. Right. And uh, I, it came out, Husky came out on top. It felt like it was balanced. It took up the initial tiny braking bumps and acceleration bumps. They were like effortless. It didn't do you even feel, me. I, I, I mentioned this today, some other guys, do you feel the connectivity to the rear wheel is high on these top two bikes? That's exactly it. That's a great analogy. Okay. Yeah. Because that's when I ride them, I feel like I have so much traction. Yeah. Oh, wait. Another thing, too, okay. is the settings on the Husqvarna and the Cow. Oh, you, you told me about this today. You pull. Okay. The I am riding, control. trying to test today. Big Air Todd waves me down. I'm thinking, oh, shit, something's wrong. Kiefer, these settings on this map is insane. The traction control. You started saying about traction yeah, control. Yeah, no. I, like I said, I've ridden my whole life. I feel like I could be like... I'm not like at all. Kevin Windham, like right, I have yeah, clutch yeah. control, I have throttle control, but I'll just try this stupid traction thing, you know, because maybe uh, I got a test, so I got to try it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was coming out of corners and it was wheeling into the face of jumps. Right. It would really, really worked, and it's surprising. And the settings from the aggressive setting on the Husqvarna ignition and the KTM ignition to the, the passive settings are, you can, you notice the difference. So that's what you told me. You told me. Like there's a big difference. And like on the Honda, they're very subtle. That's what you said. You said you, you notice more why. on the KTM Husky versus the Honda. I don't know why, if it has to do with ignition mapping changes or fuel injection changes. I don't Is the Honda the fuel injection changes? They're, I mean, they're all. Or it's, is the Husky. It's both. So it's, it's ignition. It's ignition and fuel. Well, the Husky make, there's a big difference. Right. And you can tell, like, if you're on the green aggressive mode on the Husky or you're on the, the white button was the, was the, I guess, the stock easier mode. Right. That's what, that's another thing. That's another reason why Husky and KTM are the top bikes for me is all the adjustability yep. in the motors. Right. From the traction control to the launch control to the aggressive mapping to the standard mapping. You like hydraulic clutch? Oh, it's butter. You like it. The one thing I can't. 
I don't want to complain about it. Let's complain it's, about it. It's what we it's, do. It's it's not even something really. You, it's the harsh. The brakes on the Husky and the KTM are harsh. Okay, so what he means by harsh? The front brake is grabby. Grabby. Okay, that's what. It, and it, I agree with you. And it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just something you need to get used to. Correct. It's it's when you jump on a Honda, Yamaha, Cowie. They have progressive brakes that are powerful and progressive. Right. The harder you pull, the, the, the more it works. The more, yeah, and the, the faster harder, the bike yeah, stops. stops yeah. But when you jump off one of those bikes and you jump onto a, a KTM or a Husqvarna, they're just, they're powerful brakes. Yes, and I almost think in some instances it's too grabby. Like I said in this other podcast or other interview prior to Big Air Todd is um, Magura has a brake for the Husky that is much prog- much much more progressive and friendlier to the finger. Brembo stops the best. It has the best stopping power, but you better be ready when you grab right. that thing. Right. You just can't be pulling it in. No. Right? You'll you'll tuck the front end. Right. It's like our we had a test rider today. I feel like he landed a jump on the KTM and maybe just slightly grabbed too much of it and knifed and crashed, you know? So you just got to be aware of it, aware of the situation, so. Yeah, and if you own that bike and you rode it all the time, that would just become normal for you. Right. So I'm surprised you like the Husky. Me too. Yeah, but uh, it was a good bike today. It's in my top one or two as well. Um, but thank you for coming. But I rate I rate my bikes at my age on the fun factor. Absolutely, because that's what you're doing. That's yeah. why you ride, that's right? That's why I ride, and it just put a smile on my face. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So recap, Big Air Todd, um, overall ranking. Husky, KTM, Yamaha, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki. The chassis is Husky, KTM, Yamaha, Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Suspension, KTM, Yamaha, Husky, Kawasaki, Honda, Suzuki. And... Engine, Yamaha, Honda, Husky, KTM, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Um, strongest motor, he says Yamaha. Yep. And flickability award, KTM and Husky. Yes, sir. The Kawasaki is the most stable and great motor on the Honda and the top end pull on the Honda you like. Yeah. It was quiet and deceivingly strong. You're one of our most popular testers. Oh, my gosh. We love the excitement. I love the excitement. I mean, I, when you're in, you, when you, me and you do these interviews, I get excited. Nice. So it makes this time will go by really good. I like it. It goes by fast. And Todd's back with us for day three. So don't miss Todd's interview for day three. We'll be back next week with Big Air Todd. Um, you have any questions for Big Air Todd that you want to, you know, just get some insight on? He has a lot of knowledge, people. You hit me up at Chris at keyforinktesting.com. I will forward these to Todd, and we'll get some shit answered for you. You down with that? I'm down. That's, that's, that's great. Okay. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we're back. Another Test Rider Opinion interview, Sunrise Cycle Park, 2018 250 shootout. I said that 17 fucking times. If you guys don't know where we're at by now, you're lost. Um, I'm not gonna tell you this guy's name, okay? This is a mystery guest. This is gonna be a little fun um, deal for you guys. Obviously, the people that were here know who this is, but for those of you listening, hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com. He's <laughs> still not gonna tell you. And see, if you think you know who this is, go ahead and talk, mystery guest. Mystery guest. I think it's the first time you've had a mystery guest. It is. I like it. I like first. We were talking about this. said we wanted to call him the Stig, but mm. I'm not a fan of Top Gear. I don't watch Top Gear. I know what it is, so don't yell at me if you guys are going to email me and bitch at me. I think anybody's listening to this right now would appreciate the fact that I did want to go as the Stig, yes. and I even coordinated my outfit as such yes, to he did replicate today. all and white, so to speak. The mystery guest sent me a text last night with this Stig, you know, 
outfit. And I, I, uh, my comment was WTF because I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> so, sorry. Anyway, we're going to get to it. Um, sixth place for the mystery guest is the Suzuki, which... It's tough for me to say all the time, but it sucks, man. Look, I, I want to clear the air real quick. Yeah, let's do it. I feel it's obvious that Suzuki has not done well, right? Right. But I want to be completely honest in the fact that I got on that bike. Not only did I have an absolute blast on it, yep. the bike is fun as all hell to ride. Yep. I felt as if I was going maybe just as fast as I was on the other bikes. Maybe the motor wasn't spitting out enough power in certain areas, obviously, but... For a bike in an all-stock trim bike that obviously you'd want to do some modifications to, I think it's a good bike. Yeah. And I know it gets bottom of the barrel every time. I get it. And it's got a bad rap because of that. Yep. But, but it's damn fun. Yep. Corners well. It's peppy. I think what we've been saying this the whole time here when I've been doing these interviews is, in the 250 class, engine rules. It has to rule. Yeah. Because it's the underboard. You know? Right. It's like, you, you don't got that much power, so you need the most you can get. 100%. And Suzuki doesn't have the doesn't power. Doesn't have it. Simply. And, that, and there's no cutting the cheese. Like, there's no getting around that. Right. That's the facts. Right. Is it not, Is it like a really bad bike? No. It just doesn't have the Correct. pump to compete. If you got a good deal at your dealerships and they have good contingency, 100%. you can make this thing fast. You know, you yep. can make it good. So. And I had an experience, uh, undisclosed experience, where I got to ride a highly modified RMZ 250, okay. and it was crazy good. Right. So there you go. For the guys out there riding race teams, those Suzuki's are going to be plenty fast yep. enough. So if you guys looking to get a deal, and you can get deals on Suzuki's. Don't be scared because these bikes are good. They just mm -hmm. need help in the motor department. Agreed. Um, fifth place for you is the Kawasaki. Yep. And what do you like about the Kawasaki here today? The Kawasaki's really free revving. Uh, I think the motor has got really good response. Um, what I also really liked is the fact that it's stable. Yep. I didn't really have an issue with absorbing some of the chop. I tried to stay out there as late as I possibly could mm -hmm. before we had to pack things up. And my last bike I rode today was the Cowie. And to be honest, I was really surprised. Yep. I thought I was going to fight the fork because I've had bad experiences in the past with it. But it felt good. Okay. Um, so I definitely like the motor. I love the chassis, the feel of it. It absorbs square edge and chop really, really well. Uh, what I don't like about it... Uh, would be the front end, I think, balance-wise, feels a little bit tall. Okay. So, for me, I'm a, I'm a short guy. Yeah, so how much, let's get to that mystery guess. Mystery guess. How much do you weigh and how tall are you? I'm 140 without gear, okay. and I'm 5'7 if I hang upside down. Okay. There you go. I'm right around there. Right. So, after a day of riding, I've packed so down a couple inches. Out. So, yeah. 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 I hit the foam roller tonight, I'll go back to 5'7. So, but. he can't seat bounce anything because he shrinks. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the fork, the front end of the bike felt a little bit tall for me. And diving into corners, I kind of had to be a little bit more methodical and think that out. But once you got settled in, it would track really well. Um, I'm asking these questions to all these guys here. Does the electric start matter to you in the purchasing department? I mean, obviously it does because we're all spending top dollar. So you want to get the most bang for your buck. But we go back to our previous point on the Suzuki. And if you can save some money and get a bike that's a, maybe a couple grand less than some of the orange and white bikes and whatever else that's coming out, it's not a deal breaker right. for me. I love it. Yeah. I have a personal bike at home that's got a button. Yeah. So I dig it, but it's not a big break. It's not that you have to have it. No. I mean, especially if you're riding moto, I get it. If you crash and you stall out or whatever, I can see that being a pain or being a pain, excuse me, but luckily uh, I try not to have that problem. So. All right. Moving to fourth place. I see some crossed out stuff mm, yeah. on your notes here. So it was a tough decision, I see. So tough. So fourth place coming in, the Husqvarna, which yeah. has been winning I know. a lot of... 
of uh, guys shootout today. I know. So what's the reason why Husky is fourth for you? Look at so he can't he's speechless. It's tough for him. My bottom comments say the ra the rankings or voting every year is becoming more difficult, and yeah. it's so true. The Husky, I've had such good rides on in, uh, on other tracks, and today it's a little bit more high speed. Um, jumps are pretty big, really jumpy. Yeah. There was, I guess, for the reason the reason being why it's in fourth place is I couldn't really get the suspension to the sweet spot that I wanted. Okay. And I went back and forth with the tech today, and we tried our best to get it there, but it, I just didn't feel comfortable right away. Okay. And even when I went back and forth, I think two or three times, give or take, I just couldn't get it right. And I know I've ridden the bike when it's right. So if we're just looking at the test today at this track out here at Sunrise, I couldn't get it where I wanted it, and that's why it's fourth. And engine feel on the Husky? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's real linear. It's like a super friendly motor. Mm -hmm. It's got great power. You can ride it from bottom all the way to top just fine. Uh, nothing is going to surprise you. Yep. Right? It's like just a friendly package overall. I feel like a lot of traction. I get yeah, a lot of traction. Yeah, tons of traction. Yeah. You, know, and I, you can say the same for its big brother, too. It's yeah. like almost the same way. That power delivery is perfectly connected to your, from your throttle to your rear wheel. It surprised me today too on the Husky. It, usually I'm not stoked on the bottom end on the Husky, but man, it feels peppy. It's got some grunt. It's pep, not not Yamaha peppy, but no. peppy enough to where I'm like, oh yay. And yeah. then, oh shit, I got traction too. Yep. So. I, I like that balance too. Yep. It's, so it's hard. I, I mean, yeah, it's in fourth, but I think just, I'm just, I'm only focusing on two-day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to do because yep. I know I've ridden it on other tracks that I yep. rated it number one before. Yeah. But just two-day, it's important. Third place, Honda. Yep. I'm pumped on the bike uh, because I rode it at Milestone. Felt good on it. Uh -huh. um, but really, I think the more time I'm spending on the bike and the more small, the minute tweaks, adjustments yeah. and tweaks that we're making to it, it keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we can't do small tweaks to the motor. Right. And I feel like that's where it's lacking. Yeah. Big time. Are you a map three guy? All, all day long on okay. all bikes. Uh, lean maps on the green and yellows and aggressive on everything else. Okay. Uh, because, again, we're looking for the most power. Yep, right? yep. Which so, is, I mean, honestly, it goes to show you, he, he rides, like, let me give you a little, little story here real quick. We're, we'll break for the story. Travis Preston always asks me, I hang out with Travis a lot, and he always asks me, this mystery guest that is with me sometimes, um, he's like, hey, mystery guest can ride pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, he rides good. He's like, his style's good. He rides. I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's almost shocked. Every, but he tells me every time he sees you, he's like, oh, I saw mystery, mystery guest. <laughs> and he rides good. I'm like, you told me three fucking times, dude. I, I get it. I've so, said it before, and I'll say it again. It's very flattering. What I'm saying is you're a lighter rider, and yet you want more power. So that tells you that, hey, I can ride these bikes at a high level. I appreciate so, it. Um, I tried to, you know, it's like a, it's like my golf game. I, I always focus on form and technique and yeah. getting better. You know, right. I don't race, but just don't want to be good. I want to be good. Yeah. So Honda engine is man, it's it's kind of a disappointment in so many ways because there's so much hype about how they redone, rebuilt the whole thing and it's all new and you name it. You guys all know the changes, but really, if I can really simplify it, it just needs more meat. You know, it feels just blah kind of empty down yeah, low empty you know you whack on the thing and it just wah wah you yeah. know it's if you can see the hand movements he's doing yeah you understand. it's like you put that thing to the base and you're going to be holding it there for a minute yep. it doesn't want to get up and go correct and i've talked to the text today of and at milestone about possibly gearing it differently yep. bumping it up in the rear just to bring it to life quicker mm -hmm. 
Um, but if I really had to pinpoint an issue with that bike, it is the motor package. And I know Honda, it's going to get better. Yeah. You know, they're going to develop it more. It's first year bike for first that. First year bike, you know, they're going to work it out. And I think it has potential. Mm -hmm. um, potential to match number one and two from today, I don't know. Right. Without some modifications, but the bike overall other than the motor third place is pretty high it's pretty good then yeah i wanted to, i wanted to bring it up there because it's new and it's fresh and exciting and i felt that way today when i rode it. it it's different yeah and suspension for me after riding their big bike the 450 on last year's model the 17 i didn't get a chance to ride the 18 this year i was skeptical at first i thought it was going to be kicking me and spitting me around but it didn't yeah felt really good and it was stable and confident and so thin like there's a sweet spot like right before the shrouds kind of flare out again mm -hmm. and it just feels like yeah no, almost nothing good too. like cornering on it yeah yeah it really does lay flat it's good so blue bike second yamaha yeah and and today was tough because the top two uh were really close in a lot of ways the yamaha today was so stable all over the place and we had some good square edge. I mean, we let, you know. Yeah, we let it fly today. We let it fly. Yeah. And I think there was some testing during the week. I yep, don't know manufacturer testing that. out here. So there were some good ruts, uh, and there was some really good square edge chop coming in uh, to corners. And it's pretty fast track. So the Yamaha is super stable. Suspension on the thing is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really, right out the box, it's probably the best. There's no doubt. Yep, I agree. Very, very subtle changes make a big difference. Mm -hmm. And you could immediately tell right away, as long as you're going in the right direction, obviously. But what about engine feel for you? So good. Yeah. And I know we had a map that I could have played with that I rode with that milestone that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And I was really wanting to mess with it to pop that one in there to make it even better. Yeah. But I was already having so much fun and the bike was already good as it was. I just left it. Yeah. I was like, I'm happy. That's good. That's a good sign, right? Yep. It's real. It still has that bark down low. It brings the bike to life quickly. Uh, got good over rev. It's, it's a really fun bike to ride. KTM wins it for you today. Yep. What's the reason why KTM's on top? Because I swung my leg over that bike, I pushed the button, and I felt at home immediately. Okay. Immediately comfortable is the best way for me to describe it. They asked, do you want to adjust bars, levers, that, that? Nope, leave it. I rode out there, not even a lap in, the feeling never went away. It's so fast. Dude. It's so fast for a 250, and I own a, my personal bike at home. Full disclosure is an orange 350. Uh -huh. um, is it a is it SXF? SX yep. Okay, okay. And I did some uh, modifications of suspension to make it better because obviously the 16 and the 4CS, we all know, put them in the garbage. Um, and to relate how much money I spent on my personal bike versus the stock air fork that this bike has, it's just as good. Right. I, maybe it could be better oh, than what should. I have. Yeah. You had some work to it. I yeah, know what I, you did to yours. Yeah, that's he knows a lot what I did. I spent yeah. some money, and it's good. Trust me, the bike's really good, yeah. and I'm still making doing tweaks every time I ride it to make it better. But right. in stock trim, this bike is damn good. Yeah. And Everywhere. And like you said, you're an aggressive map. Did you try TC today? I I don't think I did. Okay. I will Big Air Todd did, and he went ape shit over. Did he? It. Oh yeah, he's into I it. I should have. I didn't. Even th I, granted, I rode the orange bike early in the day before it got real slick. Yep. And maybe if I rode it at the latter half, it would have definitely came in handy. Yeah. But I never I actually didn't try it. Um, hydraulic clutch, you like? Money. You love Brakes, it. the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, ergos are good. It just point and shoot. It does whatever you want it to do. And when you crack that throttle, it gets you where you want to go oh, to. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of insides today where you have to get over pretty sizable jumps. Yeah. And it's a good in indicator of how good engines are. It's a good test. So KTM Husky always came through for me on the insides. I can still jump stuff. I'm 170 pounds and still did it. So mm -hmm. it was impressive for me. I agree. 
when I rode the orange bike uh, at Paris too a few weeks back. There's a big tabletop in the back uh, going along like they're I don't know how to describe it. The rocks back there. Yeah, the wrong along the rocks. Yeah. And I rode a few bikes before the orange bike was to the base pretty much to get over this thing. Yeah. Jumped on the KTM. Did the same thing thinking I had to, oh, and I, shit all, I pretty much almost died. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. That's the that thing. A- like, it's deceiving because it doesn't feel like it's that exciting, but it has traction. Yeah. It. yeah. It's it's so usable. Yeah. And once you let that thing rev and get going, it goes. Yeah. And doesn't stop. Good job, KTM. All right. Yeah. To recap, the mystery guest yeah. results, KTM, Yamaha, Honda, Husky, Kawi, Suzuki. Chassis is KTM, Honda, Husky, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki. Um, suspension rankings, Yamaha. You have a tie. Ties are bullshit. I know. You, it's hard. Okay, I'm just going to go with what you have here. Yamaha, Honda, KTM, Kawasaki, Husky, Suzuki. <laughs> Engine, KTM, Yamaha, Husky, Kawasaki, Honda, Suzuki. So there you have it. Mystery guest, thank you. Thank you. For showing up. I really appreciate you. And blowing people's minds of who you are. I'm going to get... 500 fucking emails now because of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, we're going <laughs> to... I'm a nobody. I want to forward that to your email address, and then y'all let you decide what you want to tell I appreciate them. appreciate it. Okay, I thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. That's right. It's estrogen week. We are here today. <laughs> Sunrise Cycle Park. I told you I would have some ladies, and I came through with my promise. I feel like this market is suitable for women. This is what women buy. I don't think a lot of women are going to buy 450 motorcycles. I feel like 250 cc's, four strokes, and make sure your dog's not getting hit over there so he's leaving. Um, and also, I, 125 cc two strokes are huge with women as well, but I have Canadian's finest, Jamie Rowley. It's not Jimmy's chick. This is Jamie. We're not even talking about Jimmy. Jimmy is not even in this conversation today, okay? <laughs> That's usually what I'm referring to. Right? I can... Oh, you're Jimmy's girlfriend. Like, actually, no, my name's Jamie. Right. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Jimmy should be lucky he has this woman. <laughs> it's like a unicorn. You try to find him, and you really can't find Especially here in California. No wonder she's Canadian. It's very <laughs> rare here in California. So, anyway, um, she rode all the bikes today. I mean, you're pretty much... What do you call yourself? WMA professional? I, I wrote down washed up. No. <laughs> I did. No. Look way. at the paper. Oh my God. Right there. You're not. I've seen her. <laughs> I've spent some years in Canada. I've seen her rip. She can ride a dirt bike. That's why I invited her. I invited Lindsay as well, but she's more off road, so I wanted a moto girl's opinion. She rides moto, she gets it done. Um, so you wrote all this. It's the first time you've actually been in a shootout, right? Yeah, this is my first time. Okay. And it was a lot of fun. Thank you a lot for inviting me. Oh, yeah. Me. No, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, she voted the sixth place Kawasaki KX250F. Yeah. Um, just real quick before we started on this. How close are all these bikes for you? Is there one that's really far apart than the other ones? I find the top three are really close and the bottom three are close. Okay. So the There's, top three there is, separate there is a, Yeah, I definitely think so. There definitely is a jump that I find. But I also think it all depends on what like what you are buying the bike for. Like if you're just an everyday uh, weekend rider, if you're trying to go racing, I think all these bikes have different features that can go towards different people. Right. So sixth place, what do you like about the Cowie um, here today at Sunrise? What did you like about the it? The Cowie was, it felt extremely light. I think it's the third lightest or heaviest whatever it feels light for me too yeah it felt so light out there like i felt like i could put it anywhere i wanted it felt really light um 
I thought the suspension on it was really good. Okay, I'm, okay, let's, I know we don't want to talk about this, but we must disclose this information here. Okay. Age? My age? Yes. Oh, 24. Weight? 125 pounds. Okay, you're give not, her, ha you're, she's not hating on it. All right, <laughs> she's okay. So, 25 years old? 24. 24. Almost 24. And 125. Okay, go ahead, suspension, sorry. I just got to disclose this information. I just thought the suspension was really good. They have little whoops here. Yeah. I like, it reminds me of little supercross whoops. Yeah. I felt like a badass hitting them. But just skimming across. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah, it, it had a lot of traction in those. It was really good. I liked the way it cornered. There was nothing, it didn't really throw you anywhere. Like I felt in total control while riding the Kawasaki. Um, things you didn't like about it. I thought, I thought it was a little slow. Okay. I thought it was definitely on the slower side. Um, I think I got a little bit of chatter in it. Uh -huh. And that's about it. Other than that, it was kind of just basic um, to me. Honda's fifth? Yes. So... This one honestly really surprised me. Okay. Because I I ride a Honda. I have a CRF 250. Uh, it's a 15. And obviously there's a lot of hype around the new bike this year. You know, it's a brand new bike. And I was really, really, really excited to ride the Honda. Because I've, I've been on Honda forever. And I love my Honda. And, yeah, I was genuinely shocked and and surprised at the fact that I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. So where did you where what you didn't like compared to your 15 what was worse for you? I honestly it's kind of crazy though because now after riding all the bikes yeah. I want to get rid of my 15 too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've just been so used to it um, but it, I honestly found like I even asked the guys I'm like so what's you know what is all the differences between the bike I have and this one now and literally the whole thing's different yeah and i actually found i didn't find it that much different so that kind of surprised me i found the same way the suspension was the same way it handled all of it was very much the same similar yeah so it didn't feel like a, a whole different bike no it didn't and that really surprised me okay um I feel like, for me, when I ride the Honda, I have to rev it a lot yes. to make it go. Do you yeah. feel that way, too? Definitely, yeah. Definitely has to be in the revs. I actually stalled it twice, um, just coasting around a corner, which I was like, whoa, okay. Like, it really needs to be in the revs all the time, uh, so. Does it matter to you, um, as a woman, electric start or no electric start? I mean, I grew up on a farm and rugged and my uncle always told me if you can't kick it and start it right. you shouldn't be riding it and he's kind of always just built into my brain like be a badass right. like be a don't, yeah don't be a pussy yeah. and so I like I don't know there's something about just kicking it and it feels good right. and you're ready to go yeah. with the electric it's just like you push it and you're just like okay cool almost feels like a trail bike at times yeah I don't know it just doesn't have that like pizzazz that like badass dirt bikes you right. know I want to kick it and get it yeah. yeah I know I hear you <laughs> but I mean to be honest though when you do stall or like let's say if you are in a race if I was if I was racing WMA Pro I would want that feature because yeah. you can instantly get up and go right. and especially the four strokes not so much anymore but sometimes they can be hard to kick Oh, dude, back in the going. day, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. You had a top dead center, all the bullshit, and now you can just kick it. Yeah. You, my Even my 15 kicks first start every time, so. Right. Fourth place, KTM Orange Brigade. Um, have you had much time on a KTM before this? Um, formally, I used to have a KTM 105. Okay. I won two uh, championships on it in hair scrambles. Nice. That's actually how I started no shit. my dirt bike Up extravaganza. Up in Canada? Yep. Okay. 
Um, and I loved it. I beat the crap out of that thing and it could take it. Like, I loved my KTM 105. I could literally, I think it was 145 pounds. I could pick the whole thing up. So it was, oh, shit. It was perfect for what I was doing. Like, right. hair scrambles. Like, I'd end up in the bushes down like a hill and a creek and I can just pick that puppy up and I'd be gone. And it was tough. They're built tough. Like, yeah. I never had any problems with them. So, other, but it had been years. It's right. been years since that. So, I was really excited to get to try out the 250. Um, how about the engine on the KTM? Did you like that? I did. I did really like it. It was really smooth power. It was it was fast. It was smooth. It wasn't anything that I couldn't handle. Didn't scare you then? That power no. Okay. It didn't scare me at all. I honestly felt overall... Overall, they literally live up to the name. They are ready to race. Like, I got on that bike, and I felt extremely comfortable overall, the whole package, the engine, the suspension, the handling. Like, I felt like I could have got on the line and raced it right then and there. Can you tell the difference between an air fork and a spring fork? Because, you know, obviously, KTM and Husky, um, Suzuki have air forks, and Yamaha, you know, has a spring fork. Can you tell the difference, or does it matter to you? Uh, no, I personally, I I can't really tell the difference. Right. I haven't really tested enough with them. Yeah. I do know on my 15 Honda it came with the air forks and I actually put on my 13 spring fork on because personally just going to the track every day and having to deal with the air fork I knew that I don't think I could have you know set it up every single time correctly and I didn't want it to be different every time I wanted it to be the same the benefit though is obviously your light and you can adjust it mm-hmm. for your weight versus the spring fork. It's going to be stiff. Yep. Um, so that's a benefit. Um, suspension okay on the KTM for you? Speaking yeah. No, it was really good. Okay. Yeah, I was hitting all the jumps. I felt good. Um, I don't know which bike it was that we were talking about. What were you talking about? You were jumping straight and... That was all of the bikes, actually. Which okay. Which is another reason why I kind of want to sell my Honda now is... And this is just a big factor with me. It's something that I've I've been working on a lot. It's when I jump, and a lot of girls do it. Yep. When I jump, I kind of go sideways off the jump a lot. The back end. The back end goes sideways. Jimmy always freaks out. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't even hit the jump. Like, yeah, yeah. everyone gets so scared because obviously it's dangerous. And I have crashed before from doing that. And I felt as soon as I got on the Husky, I didn't do that ever. Just straight. Ever. Okay. Always straight. And most of them... Pretty, I think all of them, honestly, I always went straight except for the Honda. Okay. And I just thought that was so crazy because I've obviously been dealing with that with my bike. I thought it was just me the whole time, which I'm sure it is. But also, even the new 18, I was doing it all over again, and I wasn't doing it on any other brand. So that was really interesting to me. Okay, yeah, I thought it was interesting, too. That's why I kind of brought it up because we talked about it. I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. And I see my, I have an older buddy that does the same thing. I'm like Jimmy to him. I'm like, dude, you're scaring me. Stop mm-hmm. doing that shit. And then he got on other bikes and it didn't do it. So I'm like, hey, it's probably technique, but there is some clout to these newer bikes not staying. They're a little bit more planted. They don't really mm-hmm. react as much. I so. found. I actually found the KTM and the Huskies were the most planted. They are yep. always straight. They're very... I just felt super safe on them, yep. which I like. So, shockingly, Suzuki's been doing pretty bad in our shootout. Aww. It's been doing sixth place. We wanted to do good, but engine mm-hmm. feel wasn't, hasn't been the best. We, everyone wants more power, more power. Yep. And the 250 class, for, for us guys, um, the Suzuki's not the best, but you ranked it third. So, tell us why you liked it. All right. I ranked it third because I got on that bike, and I have never ever 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 cornered that good in my whole entire life i felt like i was js7 out there like i felt unreal and it's not always about how fast you're going it's how fast you 
feel like you're going. Yeah, exactly. So I felt, I just felt so good. It, it gave me confidence. It made me feel good. It made me smile. Like I literally, I've never been able to just drag the back end out and put it wherever I want. Like I truly felt like my riding just jumped a level when it came to cornering and I love the Suzuki because of that. And you had you had a lot of fun on it, obviously. I had so much fun on it. And personally, yes, the engine power wasn't there. It is ranked my uh, one of my lowest for engines uh, power. But not everyone wants to go out there and wants to go Mach 7. Right, right. You know, some people want a 250 not necessarily to go racing with. Some people want a 250 because it's less timid to ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I found that if you want, if you are a weekend rider and you're not necessarily racing, or even if you are racing and just want to feel more comfortable and with something that you can handle, I would totally get the Suzuki. I had so much fun on that Suzuki. Well, there you go. That's and just cool. the cornering alone, a lot of people, if you're already good at jumps, and you have struggles with cornering, get this bike because it will make up for all of it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's everyone says the motor's not good, but man, it corners good. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes the cornering, so I think you're on to something there. And when I get on it, it, it feels like it's built for a small type arena cross or like a uh, super cross type of ride, and like the chassis is just built for that kind of thing. Yeah. And you can always make the motor fast if you want it faster. Exactly. That's the easy part. Yep. Right. So, second place, Husqvarna. We yep. talked a little bit about that, about the straight line, jumping. Um, what else did you like about the bike? So what's weird is KTM's fourth. These are essentially I KTM know. and Husky are the same. But, but they have been ranked. Some bikes have been ranked in between them. So why are the Husky better than the KTM? Let's get to that. I just felt on the Husky, I felt more natural. Like I wasn't fighting it as much, um, let's say in the corners. Yep. Like I just felt like I can kind of put it wherever I want it. It was really smooth. I just felt like I was on a, like a joy ride out there. Like I, the KTM, I had to push a little bit harder to put it where I want it. And I'm not too sure why, you know, they are people very- People say that too. Like, I don't really know why. I just felt better on a Husky. Yeah, they're because obviously they're very similar bikes, but yeah, I just felt way better on the Husky. So swing arm a little different on between these two. Swing arm, muffler, and obviously the Husky has a composite carbon airbox. So some compliancy that you might feel, like you say, I don't know why, but maybe a little bit more comfortable the Husky feels that way. So mm -hmm. maybe that's the reason why. Um, maybe. Do you like a hydraulic clutch? Or does it matter? Uh, to me, it doesn't really matter. Okay. It was nice. It, it was definitely nice. Never I fade. could see in like a long race or even a, a WMA moto that's 15 minutes long, it'd be nice to have. Yeah, she's not frying the cable. Yeah. Yeah. So ranked Jamie's number one bike from today at sunrise, Blue Crew Yamaha. I don't think I've ever seen you ride a Yamaha. Well, I take that back. Did you ride a Yamaha? No, you had your Honda up in mm -hmm. Canada. I had my Honda up in Canada, and the only time that I ever did ride a Yamaha before that is when we were on our way going through, um, stopped in my hometown of Manitoba, mm -hmm. and we did a little local race, and I was going up for my second moto, and realized, I was already late to the line, and I had realized that I had a back flat tire. Oh, shit. And we were like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to change this in time. So literally, Jim unloaded his practice bike from MX-101. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> and unrolled it. I jumped on it. We put the transponder on it real quick, and I went and raced it. And I actually got the whole shot. There you go. I had, yeah, instantly <laughs> I was like, this thing's awesome. I got a whole shot. So did you have flashbacks today on it? I did. Okay. I honestly really did because the whole time I was racing it that one time, first time ever on it, I was having a blast. And why I ranked this the number one, 
was I literally was screaming around the track like woo because I was having so much fun. I when I got off the bike, I was literally cheesing ear to ear. Oh, wow. Like it was a true feeling of of why we ride dirt bikes. It yeah. was something I hadn't felt in a really, really long time. And to be honest, I already texted Jimmy and said, put my 93 <laughs> on Craigslist. I'm getting a new bike. I'm going to buy a Yamaha because that's the feeling that we all chase yep. is, is what I felt right then and there. Like I was so happy. I was walking around. I ran up and gave you a hug. I know. I didn't know that's what you did, but that's why. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know it was because the yeah. Yamaha, but it was. I, it was the last bike that I rode all day and I truly just had a complete blast on so, it. So engine feels pretty snappy, right? Like fun. The engine, it sounds so mean and yeah. aggressive and, and it, it, it does, it has a lot of power, but it's very smooth power and very maintainable. Like I never ever felt like I was out of control. If anything, I felt like I was in more control. If I was in a sketchy situation, I can get on the gas and the power is right there whenever I need it. Yeah, that's the thing about a Yamaha. I mean, we've talked about this in the podcast all day today. Is engine feel on the Yamaha, very torquey, snappy, exciting. I think that's your feeling. That's why when I ride it, I get excited because I'm like, get, get, get. And I'm like, oh, dude, it's so snappy and yeah. fun. And I'm I'm with you. I like the sound. Some guys don't like that suction sound or the, the way it it, um, it is when you rev it in the air. I, I think it sounds pretty big. I think it sounds awesome. Yeah. So, it makes me feel like a badass just riding it. I'm like, listen to my engine. <laughs> so she's Blue Crew now. So, suck it, Jimmy. She, no, she's not on the RM Army and she's on the Blue Crew. Hey, honest to God, though, if, if they made the Suzuki if they made a hybrid Suzuki Yamaha yeah. I'd buy a hundred of them seriously like if, if Suzuki had a little bit more excitement down low mm-hmm. I think you'd love it too I'm a very excited for them to come out with their new bike next year yes and I hope that they can make their engine package a little bit better out the box and then keep their cornering yep I think it'll be unreal. So I'm um, really excited. Hopefully you invite me next year and we can... We're going to get more ladies next year. Yeah, We should do an all-lady shootout. We should. That'd be fun. You need a couple faster ladies other than me. <laughs> you were pretty fun. You don't worry. You're good. Don't worry. About it. So we're going to recap Jamie's uh, scores. First, Yamaha. Second, Husky. Third, Suzuki. Fourth, KTM. Fifth, Honda. Sixth, Kawasaki. In the chassis rank, she wrote Suzuki, Yamaha, Husky, KTM, Honda, Kawasaki. Suspension, KTM, Husky, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawi, Honda. And last engine ranking, Yamaha, screaming in her helmet. Whoop, whoop. Uh, KTM, Husky, <laughs> Honda, Kawasaki, and Suzuki. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I had a complete blast. People were actually, I, I said this on Twitter. I said I'm to have some ladies out. People were, so many people got back to me and said that's awesome because mm-hmm. no other media outlet does this. I don't know why they don't. I don't know why either. Because it makes perfect sense. I, I honestly, I mean, it's a big market. There's a lot of girls I see at the track. It makes sense, so mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming out. No, they're definitely going to read what me and Lindsay have to say and then or listen to what Might we have to say. Might have influence, right? 100%. Right. I would always read the magazine, and I'd always pick, you know, try and pick maybe the slower rider to try and compare, but as females, there's other factors that we look at, like how heavy the bike is, how it feels in certain areas, how much power do we want the power. There's just different things as a female that we need, so yeah. They're, they're badass, so don't try to pick them up at the track. They're all taken. Everyone, you guys just need to calm down out there, all right? <laughs> don't hit me up. Don't hit me up. It's all taken, so no DMs. Don't be DMing anybody. It's all taken up, so just calm down. But last question. Favorite woman racer when you're growing up? Growing up, like I mean, I honestly only started riding when I was 14, so I want to say she's my best friend right now. Okay. She's my boss. I honestly love her to death, Sarah Price. Okay, yeah, she was rad. She is the baddest. 
She's in cars Thing now, right? Ever. She does everything. She raced like Elson or GP last weekend okay. on her dirt bike. She races cars. She races trucks. She races anything she can get her hands on. And the reason why she is so awesome and my favorite rider right now growing up all the time is she is so humble. That's cool. It is amazing. You don't see that a lot in this sport. Especially especially, I know I always say I'm like, how are you from California? Like I feel like you're from Canada with how nice you are, selfless. Just I I love her to death, you know. I want if I ever have a daughter, I want her to grow up like Sarah. I'm just gonna name her Sarah. I'm gonna name her Sarah. (laughs) I'm gonna name Jimmy. If we have a girl, we're naming her Sarah. (laughs) Jimmy, no babies until we're done racing. Concentrate. Stay away. Let's get like ten more dogs though. (laughs) Alright, thank you. (laughs) No worries. Okay, second lady of the day in this lovely estrogen test day that I've built out. It's been fun for me. Um, I've worked with this lovely woman at Dirt Rider. Thank God she's gone from Dirt Rider. Um, Wasn't by her choice though. They're downsizing over there, over at Dirt Rider. But Lindsay Lavelle, she comes from a long line of, her whole family rides dirt bikes. Her other other brother is in off-road racing trucks in Baja. She's been around dirt bikes her whole life. Very cool family. Lindsay was the web editor, a web producer at Dirt Rider. Mm-hmm. She currently works for the KC66 Foundation and the USMCA. Yeah, correct? United States Motorcycle Coaching Association. Okay, it's good you know that because I didn't <laughs> know that. Um, we certify coaches. And she's mostly an off-road woman. She likes trail riding. She's not too big on the moto, but I'm trying to switch it up for her. I'm trying to get her more into moto. <laughs> um, we're going to get her a bike and make her moto down a little bit more, but... Um, thank you, Lindsay, for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having I'm me. I'm glad you're back. It feels like old times. Yeah, it does. Yes. It feels um, like the old crew. Yes. Um, so, first of all, I asked Jamie this. Mm-hmm. This is a big question for a lady. Uh-oh. But I need age and weight. Oh. That's not bad for you? No, everyone thinks I'm younger than Dude, I am. But girls get all butthurt when you ask them these <laughs> questions. I'm 31. Okay. Almost 32. Okay. And I am 5'3 and 115 pounds. Guys, calm down. I know you just got the stats. Relax. <laughs> Stay away. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> you single or not? Not really. In between. She's in between right now. It, she does it. She's in that gray area where she may be, be on lockdown, but we don't know yet. <laughs> We're going to find out soon. I'm going to get that information. Don't hit me up on my email about her either. I'm not going to answer any questions. I know I'm going to get a bunch of emails. Oh, great. <laughs> so we're going to rank these from six to first. Um, Lindsay was over on the vet track all day, right? Yep. Um, I feel more comfortable there. Yep. Jamie was on the big main track. Um, what did you, how tall are you again? 5'3". Five, 5'3". Three. Five, three. So, you know. Pretty short. Inseam is not the... No, I have short legs and a long torso. Yes, you do. So it's not good for <laughs> riding dirt bikes. Yeah, so you, are you pretty much on your tiptoes on all these bikes, or do you need... I can't even touch the ground. Okay. So I you... just lean off to one side. So you are capable of just leaning off to one side and then mm-hmm. taking off that way? Yep. Okay. So what do you do when you're on desert racing and you have to take off on a, on a flag start? I just... Are you Your other bike was lowered to the ground? I just take off pretty fast. Do you? <laughs> do you have blocks? Nope. No blocks. Yeah. You definitely need blocks for moto. Well, my personal moto. bike right now is lowered. Oh, it is? 
It's the, too the low, Honda actually. Is, we need to get rid of that. Yeah. That's a really old bike. <laughs> it is. But it's got a plate. <laughs> it, oh, that's right. It is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. we got to get you one with the plate, though. Well, yeah. how about you keep that bike? Yeah. And then we'll get you a moto slash trail bike. Yeah. That's what she needs. Yeah. Um, all right. So sixth place, Honda CRF250R. Um, it's weird because the Honda either has been doing winning or getting sixth. Mm -hmm. So here, it's sixth. Why sixth place for you? I just feel like it's heavy. Okay. It's really loud. Yep. How's suspension it, for you, though? Because, um, I mean, obviously, they're not going to be able to dial in. None of these bikes are going to be the optimal, yeah. you know, bike for suspension for you. But how it was not It wasn't bad. I just, it was the least comfortable for me. Okay. And heavy as in cornering? It felt heavy. Okay. And what about... But I think Hondas always feel heavy well, to me. But I... I mean, that's my personal bike, yeah. so I'm used to it. Well, honestly, um, to be full disclosure, I don't think you even know this, but the CRF250R is, I'm pretty sure, the heaviest bike in class. Mm -hmm. um, and it got an electric start, has, you know, dual duels on it, and things... The, the weight has went up, so I can see why. I feel uh, like they run forever, though. Yeah, Obviously, no, Hondas I are reliable, right? And that's probably why you got... Oh, yeah. If you guys saw <laughs> Lindsay's Honda, it's been through hell and back. Yeah, hair and hounds. She has some GoPros out there that was, like, crashing. She comes back to the shop, and her bike's all ripped apart and mangled, but it still goes. <laughs> still so, works. Yeah. Yeah. So and I feel like it's also kind of wide for me. Okay. Wide feeling. Yeah. Now... Do does obviously we talked about this before the podcast. Electric start is a huge thing for you. Yeah. Um, due to the fact, reason why. Because mm -hmm. I'm short, and in some spots I won't be able to kick over a bike. So basically, if you don't have an electric start, you're looking for high ground to get to yeah. to start a bike. Yeah. Which I was surprised on some of the other bikes because I was still able to kick start a. Oh, you were. Uh huh. So you actually did go out and start it on your own somewhere out in the truck. Uh huh. Okay. So fifth place, Kawasaki KX250F. Reasons why I got fifth? It's too fast for me. <laughs> it's too fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it just uh, felt really aggressive. I so guess. off the bottom end, snappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That kind of. Mm -hmm. So maybe uh, did you what I call when what we call in testing world is surging. Um, so when you give it throttle, it's ah, real quick, and then it bah. yeah. So it's on off feel. Mm -hmm. You're not a very linear feel for you. Um, because the KTM has like a more linear, but the Cowie may be too quick off the bottom then. Yeah. Did uh, ergonomics come into play at all with the Cowie? Does it feel tall or does it feel... Yeah, I think it felt a little tall and it doesn't have electric start. Okay. So it kind of had me a little worried. Yeah. But then that was a bike that I was able to kickstart on my own right. out on the track. Suspension different or same to you from uh, the Honda? Do yeah, these, probably same to the Honda. Was there me. one suspension on... A, was there a set of suspension on a bike that was better that you noticed right away? Like, wow, this is the best for me. Uh, probably my top three. A top three, you really noticed that. I Well, I liked it better. Okay. The, the Yamaha probably felt the most comfortable to me. That's funny. So that's a question I wanted to ask you. When we rank these, when you rank these, mm -hmm. is there... Are these all very close? Is there a set that's closer than the other? Or? The top three. Top are three close. are very close. Yeah. And the other ones are kind of down. Yeah. Okay. So Kawasaki KX250F for Lindsay is fifth. Suzuki fourth. Suzuki hasn't been doing the greatest since she does, but Jamie had it third. Mm. Oh. Okay. 
she okay. she liked it because um, yeah. the cornering. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the Suzuki? What did you like about it? I was surprised, okay. and I feel like it's very beginner friendly. Yep. Because it's not too scary or aggressive, and um, it it felt lighter and okay. like more nimble than I thought it would. Yep. It's funny because the Honda, which is not so great off low end for you, mm -hmm. um, Suzuki has a little bit more RPM response, mm -hmm. but not as snappy as the Kawasaki. So all yeah. this, what you're saying to me, which I don't know if you know this, but it all fits because <laughs> that's good. Yeah, right. It's good. Look, you're <laughs> I feel like you're I've a born a tester. <laughs> yeah. So the Suzuki has good response, but is not as on off as the Kawasaki, which us guys we might like more because we want more power. Mm -hmm. But like you said. Not everyone is looking for the most power. Yeah. Um, for us men out here today, engine is everything for us. Yeah. But for you, maybe you want a little bit mellower of a power. Yeah. I feel like every bike is good. Mm -hmm. They're just developed and everything for a certain type of riding. Right. Like there was no bike that I didn't like. There's not one bike that you... Okay, that's <laughs> my next question. So there wasn't one bike you'd be like, no, I would not take that bike. No, I know I could make it work for me. Okay, it's good to know when I'm going to give you a bike. It's good to know that I can give you whatever. So it's all good I prefer the top one. Oh, the okay. Oh, now we're getting picky. God, let's, jeez. Um, third place, Husqvarna FC 250. Electric start. Mm -hmm. um, why is it third? It's going, so it's, now we're in your top three. So what's, yeah. what's great about this Husky? Okay. Um, well, a little backstory is yeah, let's I've do had FE uh, two fifty for the past few months. Correct. Yep. So uh, two thousand seventeen. Okay. So I think at first when I got back on a Husky, it didn't feel so comfortable. Mm -hmm. I guess after riding all the bikes, and um, once once I was on it, and I got out on the track and I did two laps. Yep. All of a sudden, I felt right at home. It kind of came but, back to you. But it it took a little adjustment. Right. So. That's why. It so basically, was third. third place, the comfortability of it, the you know you're familiar yeah. with it. Yeah. You kind of know. Um, I've been asking most of the riders. I asked Jamie this as well. Is do you notice the difference between a hydraulic clutch versus a cable clutch? Do you, did you care? Um, I don't think I noticed that much difference because mm -hmm. I was having too much fun. Right. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about that. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I noticed it. So it, it doesn't too really much. matter to you cable or clutch or hydraulic. I don't think I noticed it today. Okay. But from well, riding a husky for a while mm -hmm. and then going back to my personal bike. Right. Like the other weekend. Yep. Then I noticed it. I feel like Cons like on a long ride. Right. That's what I'm mm -hmm. saying. Like like off when we went trail riding and stuff and we go and you you go down some pretty gnarly stuff with us and Lost Flores Trail. Yeah. Right? I think a hydraulic clutch would benefit you because you're oh, yeah. constantly fanning it and you're not burning the shit out of it, right? Yeah. So that's where I think you would like a hydraulic clutch. But maybe for Moto, you're not really on it that much. You can't really tell. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yamaha YZ250F, Jamie's favorite, your second favorite. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just rank these. We're going to skip two. We're going to go KTM1 Lindsay's shootout um, and Yamaha second. So why didn't the Yamaha beat the KTM? Um, mainly mm -hmm. because of the electric start. There's no electric start. Right. So there you go, people. So as much as some of these other guys don't really give a shit about electric start, this is how important electric start is to some people, such as yep. Lindsay. 
and that makes or breaks you know a purchase for her like she needs an electric start just for the simple fact um, of ease of use yeah and I think I also look at bikes if I could take them off road mm -hmm. and go to the motor truck it's more of a hybrid bike for you yeah yeah so because you're just not riding one you're not one dimensional yeah um, what did you like did any engine preference you like KTM or Yamaha which one you like better uh, I think the Yamaha yeah I felt like it was pretty powerful yeah exciting yeah yeah I think that Jamie was, was saying she uh, was screaming in her helmet because she was having <laughs> so much fun riding yeah. the Yamaha yeah the Yamaha and the KTM I was having a lot of fun on yeah and the Husky yeah so KTM um <laughs> engine feel a little bit less powerful for you it's smooth yeah so that's what we've been saying all along is like connectivity um to the rear wheel uh-huh just very very connected yeah it doesn't have a lot of wheel spin yeah which makes it easier to ride yeah and one thing i liked on the k-tip and the husqvarna were all of the options like okay. the mapping yep. and then the traction control did you try all that yeah did you notice it uh-huh okay oh yeah so what it did you like, what map did you like the best one two two okay. with traction control okay so aggressive with traction control yep that's what you liked yeah so it's amazing <laughs> big air todd was in here uh -huh. and we were bullshitting about it and he's freaking out about traction. oh my god you have no idea how good traction control is and he loved it so yeah you're on that level as well you really liked it yeah i thought it was so cool because you could have that bike and have like with a push of a button yeah have all you can that. have a whole different don't setup. get a bike yeah yeah exactly. for a different track or a different trail whatever yeah dude that, that actually makes a, a good point i never thought about that but for you riding trails that traction control could really come in handy oh yeah especially in deserts you know yeah so the question is someone gives you 10 grand mm -hmm. here's 10 grand Lindsay. you go buy a bike tomorrow to go i want you to go race some Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. I want you to go race some district races. Nation you rode some National Heron Hounds. Yep. I want you to go ride in um, 2018 National Heron Hounds. What bike you buying? KTM. KTM. Yep. Because of? Because the electric start, it's smooth. I feel like it can get through rock gardens and it jumps easy. Okay. Like, I don't like jumping. I'd rather go off a drop off than Then jump. a jump on a moto track. Yeah. I don't like going into the air. You don't like that? <laughs> no. But I find myself jumping yeah. with the KTM higher than I normally would. Yeah. So you're more confident. Yeah. I'm more confident with that bike and the just the controls and everything are more... What about ergonomics? Like, a lot of people say the KTM is a big bike. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like it's a bigger bike for you? I thought it was going to be, uh -huh. but it actually felt really comfortable. Okay. And I could... In turns, I could turn it sharper. What about seats? Have you noticed anything about seats? Like, mm. your ass chafed at all? No, I stand up a lot. Okay. Heron Hounds, yep. almost the whole race, I'll stand up. So seat so, foam and all that, it's not a big, big, no. crucial thing for you? No. Okay. But I did get a seat concept seat on the Husky, yep. the FE uh -huh. 250 I was borrowing, and that was, that was pretty awesome. Was it lower? Was it lower? Well, the Husky seat is already pretty low, okay. so it was maybe like just a tiny bit lower, okay. yeah. 
and but it was really comfortable. A little soft and cushy. Yeah, it's yeah. super soft. Yeah, it's like a couch. And they they can make them too. Like yeah, they make I'm not trying to make this an advertisement. No, no, go ahead. But, it's, yeah, it's fine. But I mean, it's can, good for people to know that. So Scott Dennison, he made a custom mixture for my weight. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they really? Yeah, they can make. I didn't know that. Seats, yeah. So like the foam is a blend of what your weight is. Uh huh. I'll be damned. I did not know that. Yeah, because I'm like way under their average rider. Uh huh. So he had a custom blend done. I'll be damned. I did not see. Yeah. I didn't know none of that. Pretty so. cool. Last thing I got well, was a dirt rider. <laughs> Thank you, dirt rider. You know what, dirt rider? It's bullshit. <laughs> You know what? I'm not even going to go in there. Yeah, we it, shouldn't go in there. It's bullshit that you got rid of all the great people. and Maybe not get rid of. I walked out because I was over it. But Lindsay was a huge asset to you because she rode. Now, <laughs> poor Klinger. We love you, Klinger. We still yeah. love Klinger. He's one of the good ones over there. Yeah, I gave him a big hug the other day. Oh, he needs I it. Saw, I saw him. He came to our media workshop. So. Oh, Klinger. We love you, Klinger. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay, for doing this. We're going to rip off our rankings right now. Um, number one, KTM. Two, Yamaha. Three, Husqvarna. Four, Suzuki. Five, Kawasaki. Six, Honda. Chassis, Lindsay has Yamaha, KTM, Husqvarna, Suzuki, Kawi, and Honda. Suspension, Yamaha, KTM, Husqvarna, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Honda. And engine is Yamaha, Kawasaki, KTM, Husqvarna, Honda, and Suzuki. Will you have fun? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's been a minute since you rode, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. moto, I should say. Yeah, yeah, it has been. I remember you coming out when we were Jimmy Lewis used to come out, and Jimmy used to help you. A little oh yeah, bit. he yeah. taught me how to ride a big bike at this track. I was here that day. Yeah, yeah. I had a 150. Yes. And he told me to go get the 350. I told him he was crazy. Right. And he told me I'd learn to ride better because I can't touch the ground. Jimmy was a hard ass, but yeah, yeah he 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 uh, at least let you ride your bike. So yeah. Now thing. I can ride a 500. <laughs> God, I'm, hey, that would be a good video. We should, anybody out there has a KX500, oh let's get Lindsay on it and make a, like an edit. My dad has one. Oh, we're going to do this. <laughs> oh, we're going to do it. You know how many hits that would get? That would be like a 500,000 views. We went out to Gorman that one time. It on the 500? Dennison got, made me get on it. Really? Yeah. Where was I at? Was I, I there? It was a light testing one. I don't know. I wasn't there because I would okay. remember this. Okay. You on a 500, I would remember that. It's like a rocket ship. Do you know how many guys would think that's the hottest thing in the world? One, yeah. it's a two-stroke. <laughs> People freak out on two-strokes. Two, yeah. a oh, good-looking girl on a two-stroke. Oh, my God. I, I, bought, I bought a two-stroke recently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, guys. Last party words. Calm down. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right. Last interview of the day. It's almost dark here at the track. We're gonna plug through these. I saved the best for last. Was that a song? Saving. Let me introduce you real quick. Okay. None other, because I said this last time. Yeah. None other than the Randy Richardson from Michelin Motorcycle Tires. South Carolina is yeah. where you're from. Exactly right. He loves sweet tea. Oh, yeah. Grits. Grits. And country music. Country music. He played some country music for me today and I did not know it. It was way too country. It's not that poppy country stuff. Old hillbilly country. It was hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Randy is 50 51. One. 51. I was going to say 50. It's he okay. backflipped at Pastrana's house a 125 to dirt for his 50th birthday. 
So all of you out there that think you're a badass, you are not. This man has huevos, rancheros, mighty big. Le guando barata siente cuchito, le guando huevos, la barata manacha. Like backflipe. Big time. Yeah, so that yes. that's very cool. I wrote a little Instagram thing yesterday. Um, you can hit Randy up at FMIP222. 222. Or follow at Michelin Motorcycle Tire. At Michelin Motorcycle. At Michelin Motorcycle. Um, yeah. It's very good, and we appreciate Michelin and Randy um, for coming out here. Um, although we didn't run Michelin tires, we ran all stock OEM stuff that comes from the dealer. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like we need to touch on that a little bit this time. We didn't talk about that Tuesday. Um, but what's your height and weight? Um, 5'10", 178 pounds. Okay. So, similar to me, I'm 6 foot, 170-ish. Ish. Um, but we're going to dive into it. Okay, I, did saw your, I just saw your rankings for the first time. Yeah. Very shocking. You say you saved me for last. Now, that's not based on lap times. Was I last on the track, so I'm last to record? You or? were not last on the track okay. today. Kind of an emotional thing, just saving me for last. I'm just saving the best for last. God, I like it. Like when I go home and go to bed, I yeah. go to bed with Heather. Yeah, okay. That's All the right, best cool. for last. All right. So, um, Suzuki, sixth. First of all, hold on, before we get into this. Okay. Rankings changed from Milestone, I see. Yeah, for me they did, and and I found that to be interesting. I really thought that uh, uh, the bike would be the bike, and that's what it would be. I was surprised that it changed, and uh, and noticeably today. Yeah, and a lot of riders said that today. The track um, was fast yet tight in areas where it really um, they could really feel an engine character, mm -hmm. um, and suspension was good because we didn't grade the track; we grade areas of the track. Um, but it was rough from two to three days of manufacturer testing here. So, good test day. Sixth place, Suzuki RMZ250. Um, it's been fifth or sixth for the guys. The girls actually like the Suzuki okay. um, because it wasn't such a hard-hitting power, easy for them to ride. But why did you rank the Suzuki sixth? Uh, for me, again, I think it was just a little bit vanilla overall, uh, if, if that makes sense. It was a little bit bland. Um, ergonomics were good mm -hmm. you know, I, I did like the way it fit um, it, it turns well but just didn't do anything to excite me um, motor wise right uh, and just left a lot to me left a lot uh, to be desired to be desired yeah yeah um, didn't do any didn't do anything bad well but just didn't do anything it's for the male point of view here today it was uh, engine trumps all for this class I feel like you got to have a good engine at least good base engine decent chassis but for me most of the riders said man it, it better have a good engine or it's not going to do so hot in the shootout yeah and I think that's uh, for a lot of people I think that's a key thing especially if you're racing like we talked about it why are you riding or if you're a young guy racing supercross arena cross or local motocross and you're racing for contingency 250 class for sure and motors a very key thing for me I'm no longer racing I'm riding for just enjoyment right. so I look for I'll sacrifice on the engine to have more ride comfort ride quality more supple suspension and so on but uh, but yeah just was a bit a bit lacking for me on the motor department um, suspension okay decent yeah yeah it was good um, it, it uh, uh, again it was stable um, turned well but 
was just kind of bland yeah. uh, to me. Yep, so. I, that's why it's six. So okay. fifth place, Kawasaki KX250F. Honestly, Randy, I I really like this bike here today. Um, I don't know in what part of the day you rode it, but I changed some mapping. I thought it was really good. I thought it felt light. Um, mm-hmm. What did you like and dislike about the Cowie? Um, I uh, what I liked about it again, urban op- ergonomics. Not ergonomics, but ergonomics. <laughs> when I uh, no, when I sat on the bike, definitely comfortable feel. Um, it, but that that as we talked about the other day, I'm a I'm a two stroke guy. I love yeah, the sound of that. So yeah. and and that the Kawasaki again had kind of a raspy sound that was you know I was ever aware of that while riding it. Um, and uh, I rode uh, Chavez put told me that it had that mapping in there that you had put in today. You what did you say though? What? The, the, what? That's his name, right? I know, but how do you say it? Chavez, right? God, it sounds like... The, what's the Western movie with Emilio Estevez in there? The I didn't say Estevez, I said Chavez. I know, Chavez was the Indian guy in the movie. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Bradshaw's mechanic. I, I understand that, but the way you said it, Chavez was... Um, Young Guns in the movie Young Guns. Remember Chavez? Will Ferrell wasn't in that movie, oh, was he? Gosh. So I didn't see it. All right, we're okay. going back on topic. Back Go on ahead. topic. Sorry. So the the bike uh, ergon- ergonomics good. I like the feel of it. Uh, smooth transition, seating to standing, and so on. Um, that raspy sound was a bit bugging me. Um, for some reason, I was more aware. Front brake lever felt kind of skinny okay. to me. Uh-huh. Um, brakes and the brakes were super. Uh, uh, grabby, grabby. You know, they were okay. grabby, so there's great front brake performance, uh-huh. but not a lot of feel to it. So that kind of bugged me a little bit, um, and I felt like from a motor standpoint, definitely, I kind of had to work to get over some of the bigger doubles yep. with it. Yep. I felt like even with the with that mapping that you, which was better to me than uh, than the stock one today. Whatever. So did he leave the mapping in for you that I tried? Did you try it after me or before me? I tried it after you. Okay, so he left that in. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and just not, not, let me reiterate this because okay. I said this earlier. It's not just the couplers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Kawasaki tool similar to the Yamaha power tuner. Um, the Kawasaki has a, a, a tool that you can change the ignition and the fuel. And if you have that, you can adjust some things. And Chavez today had that and made the bike noticeably better for me. And... <laughs> I there were it. two Kawasaki guys there today? Chavez. And Chavez. No, you said Chavez. Okay. Anyway, Chavez is a great guy. He was Bradshaw's mechanic. He's a badass, by the way. I asked him to put that uh, that two-stroke <laughs> coupler in it, and he said that he didn't have one. I told, him, didn't I told him Damon said it was good. So <laughs> He didn't have that setting. No, didn't but have anyway, setting. Um, to me, I thought it was pretty good. But uh, fifth place, nonetheless, for Randy. Um, Husqvarna, fourth place. And, and one quick thing on the yeah. Kawasaki. It, it was, I rode that later in the day, yeah. um, and, and it had gotten fairly windy. So uh, um, I was more aware of that on some of the bigger jumps, like preparing to compensate for a gust of wind or whatever. So I was a little bit distracted by the wind when riding it, but still it didn't do anything you know, great for me. Right. Um, that, that single function, single side, what's it SFF. Yep. SFF mm-hmm. was uh, NSG to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not so good. Yep. Um, especially in the, that that long straight in the back into some choppy choppy yeah, breaking right. bumps, um, it kind of it was harsh to me there. I, I didn't. It never really got 
I didn't like it wasn't plush and wasn't it wasn't comfortable uh, not comfortable yet transferred a lot to uh, a lot of uh, energy to the handlebars and my old many times broken wrists yeah, didn't I, like it yep I, I agree with you SFF not so okay. hot on that Husqvarna FC 250 high up today for a lot of people you ranked it fourth um, you like the engine on the Husky yeah I, I, I well what I liked what wasn't what what didn't didn't bother me as much today was the ergonomics or feel or comfort comfort of the Husky and the KTM. Okay, uh, so that's why they kind of moved up a little bit. I think yep. overall, um, it wasn't as noticeable. I don't know why. Uh, I felt more comfortable moving around on the Husqvarna today, uh, which being more comfortable on the bike enabled me to appreciate the performance, the the engine more, mm-hmm. and uh, so definitely that strong motor was good today. Uh, what I what I didn't like about it and we made some adjustments and we did improve it was the air fork in that same one choppy section back here by the water tank thing Um, so you're talking a full third gear about a half fourth gear either way into that section and a long section of braking bumps and it was just harsh to me we we actually um, slowed the rebound down to let it stay further in the stroke a little bit and that did improve it but it still wasn't wasn't great but motor a lot better. Um, one thing I noticed, I rode today, I rode the Husqvarna first and then rode the KTM. And when I got from other Japanese bikes and moved to the Husqvarna, I noticed, again, I found it hard to get to the rear brake. And I kind of stood behind each one of the bikes and looked, and I know why that was now. Um, the, the clutch cover kind of comes out more mm-hmm. on both of those bikes, the Husky and the KTM. Okay. So you can see you know, plenty of pedal there, but it's... Uh, I think the it's, tip uh, is sticking out more. Yeah, yeah, just the tip. God dang it. I'm not going to say anything. Keep going. No, I'm saying just the tip of the brake lever mm. is sticking out. Yes. Right? So it's hard to get uh, hard to get the foot on it. I had to kind of pigeon toe it like Carmichael. Yes. You know how he walks a little bit pigeon toe? Yes. So I had, kind of had to pigeon toe to get my toe on it. But then when I got off of the Husqvarna and rode the KTM, because I had adapted to that uh, ergonomics on the bike, right. I didn't notice as much. But when I first got on the Husky, I kind of missed the brake pedal a few times. It's funny, I have done that too. I missed the rear brake a few yeah. times. Just like yesterday, riding the KTM first, I missed the rear brake a few times. It's funny you say that, because I missed it. It's not funny couple. that I say that. Some it's of the stuff I say is funny, I but that's not funny. It's funny? It's not funny. So, did you crash? No. But did you die? So you think, so had I crashed or died, you're saying that would have been funny? No. Okay. That would have been good. horrible. Okay, good. It's funny that you didn't crash. It is. Okay. It is funny. <laughs> Why did you? Okay, KTM's third. So, what made the KTM better than the Husky today? Um, I, I, I know it. It, it uh, motor. I think felt a little bit more torquey. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, the section we're looking at your windshield, but that section there, yep. that right turn over that little hip tabletop there. Yep. Um, I could say second gear or I could use third gear third was more mellow so it was more rider friendly up the face of the jump it wasn't pulling as hard but I could still had enough torque to go out over that jump it was good um, the forks felt better on the KTM to me and I think on the KTM accelerating through bumps it felt like it tracked better to me mm-hmm. not sure why and I listened to the other podcasts and you guys talked about one has a more so the swing arm I kind of got clarification yeah. today from them and the, so the swing Which arm on the KTM is a little bit more compliant. Uh, okay, that would make sense to me. Why, why under acceleration, uh, the the Husky felt a little more choppy to me, mm-hmm. and I think the KTM felt more supple to me. Right, and and, ag- and again to tell to be full transparency, the only suspension adjustments I made from 
just stock was uh, we did adjust the forks a little bit on the Husqvarna. Everything else I wrote it as is, and and that may be may be goofy, but I didn't want to spend all day fine tuning something to me. I just wanted to ride it as someone would purchase it from the showroom floor, bring it home, set the sag, and go ride. Correct. We talked about this earlier. We had some riders that were tinkerers. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. Paul was one of them. Um, Bigger Todd and you were more like off the showroom. I'm going to ride it, yeah. but I did see you click around off the yeah. track. You pull off, you mm-hmm. click here and there. If, if if it was easy for you to do, KTM super easy to yeah. do that. You can yeah. adjust right there off the mm-hmm. side of the track. You don't have to go pull into your toolbox or nothing. So if you want some compression action, it's right there for you. Yeah. So um, engines feel the same, KTM Husky. Um, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but the KTM seemed to have a little more torque to me. It okay. seemed a little bit. Uh, I like the KTM a little better. But you know what? It could be could be because of that swing arm being a little more compliant, and me being more comfortable with the forks or whatever. It could mean that that uh, I could I could use the engine more effectively right. because of the compliance on the rear. Um, Hydraulic clutches are different. Okay, oh, they're so nice. But do you notice a difference between the two? They're different on the two. So um, Magura yeah. on the Husky, yeah. Brembo on the KTM. I must like the Brembo more than because I, I do like that feel of uh, the KTM clutch. Seems to be a, be a little bit more progressive, or the feel is more. Uh, I like the. the I kind of like better, surprising yeah. these testers. Some don't know if they're different, really? and then yeah. I, I drop yeah. the you know the bomb on them, and they're like. Oh, that's why this feels like because okay, yeah, yeah. You don't notice it because you're not looking down at the yeah, thing. No, I didn't you know, look at that stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, one of the things is they uh, on on both, I believe. Maybe it's the K, the Husqvarna that I got on. Uh, the the technician explained to me how if I wanted to move that clutch lever out a little bit, it was a quick time yeah, it's adjustment. Right. That's so nice. Yeah. That's so nice to have that adjustability. Yeah. So so again, I regardless of where these bikes rank, they have so much functionality and adjustability to cater it to. A, a six foot three rider, or you know, a five eight rider, whatever. Long fingers, and, and small long fingers. fingers. I've, I've small hands, um, so uh, ladies, uh, huh? Hmm? I said ladies, but you know what they say about small hands? Yeah, we have to wear small fly gloves. So I wear a size ten. <laughs> wear a size ten fly glove. Hey, what's anyway. else is cool is the front brake is adjustable as well. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So that's so that's cool. You don't have to. No tools are needed. Yep. You just a fingertip on them and adjust them. That's super cool. So, um, so yeah, I like that. But so Honda won um, Tuesday for you. Today it's second. Yeah, it's um, second for me. Yamaha won today. Mm-hmm. Real yeah. quick, not real quick. Just why did the Honda get beat today? Simple fact from the Yamaha. Why did the Honda get beat? Uh, for because the the motor of the Yamaha today okay. and and you know i talked about how the yamaha felt uh wider mm-hmm. but not as but it was smooth compared to the width and notchiness yes I correct felt, i remember with that, the ktm yep. and the husqvarna so the yamaha felt wide today but it didn't seem to be as bothersome it seemed like it got a little bit narrower uh since Tuesday, which okay. I know it didn't, right. right? But it seemed thinner to me, um, so I felt more comfortable on it, so I could have a higher level of appreciation for the the torque that that bike, that thing. There were so many places where I could either choose uh, like that step up out that that hip jump tabletop there, or um, a couple places where I could either use second, no problem at all, or I could use third. For me, third didn't bind the chassis up as much, and I could it would pull third up over a jump, um, or it wasn't as taxing on me you know mm-hmm. and uh, 
so I like that I could use either second or third. I'd use third. I think if I use third, I could ride it more, right. ride longer, longer, and more, yep. uh, less taxing on my body. So motor the motor of simple the, fact of the motor yeah the motor yeah yeah and, and but again i the, the motor didn't change since the other day but i felt more comfortable on the bike so then i could think less about the width of the bike and be more appreciative of the motor suspension sure. ranking um honda's better than yamaha i see here mm-hmm. um just for comfort, comfort yeah yeah for for um uh yeah for this more supple i think the 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 front forks felt more compliant and more supple and absorbed the choppy stuff. That one choppy section we keep referring to, yep, people yep. Don't, can't see it. But anyway, anyway, the Honda was more supple through that, so it absorbed everything better. And uh, just the chassis felt better to me. Uh, the, the fit and feel of the bike felt better as I went into that braking bumps. So before we get off here, let's discuss some tires. Okay. You have all these different types of tires here. Mm-hmm. Out of all the 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 sets that yep. you've ridden with yeah. what do you like the best um so for to 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 clarify one thing that you you mentioned uh, yes. and a couple of the technicians asked me today they said why didn't you have you know michelin star cross fives put on all these bikes and do kind of a michelin thing well that's not you know one i'm greatly appreciative for michelin to let me come out and do this and everything but i wanted to ride the bikes Again, the same way that the consumer would purchase the bike off the showroom floor. Correct. I don't think it would be fair to the manufacturers to go swapping out tires. So, so before you keep yeah. going, this is where I come in and I get some heat from the manufacturers. You like, interrupted look, me kind of like Steve Mathis does, but then I interrupted I'm you too. I'm not so even nearly as bad as that. But anyway, the manufacturers also too, also the too. manufacturers also come too. at me and say. We developed these bikes with these tires. You're going and putting these other tires on that are not developed with these tires. This is a shootout. So I want these tires on here that are the best for our bike. And I have no rebuttal for that because I've been in the process mm-hmm. of development with mm-hmm. with bikes in the past that we go through tires and we test them. So I can see that. So a true to me shootout, like you said, you don't touch it. You ride it how it is. That's how we're riding it. So yeah. anyway, and and so so the bikes had a variety of tires. The majority of them came with uh, the Dunlop MX3S mm-hmm. front and rear, and and I I like that tire today. I did fine with it. Uh, I fine with it on Tuesday. Fine with it today. So from a performance perspective, the tire rode well, and and I was pleased with it. Um, uh, the Kawasaki, I believe, has the Bridgestones. Yes, has and, Bridgestones four and three the front. Yamaha. Uh, has, yeah, correct. Has a Bridgestone four three front, four four rear. Um, no issues with that. The only issue that I really had was uh, the Suzuki. They've chosen to use the Dunlop, the MX fifty two front and rear. The rear didn't really have issues with. It didn't seem to be uh, as aggressive or as much traction when you were getting some loamy stuff, which makes sense. It's an intermediate terrain tire, intermediate to hard terrain tire. But the front tire was what I, I had issues with with the MX fifty two. Just wasn't a. It didn't suit what I was. Looking for trash. Front tire. To me, I'm going to say it. I know you you can say whatever you want, but 52 is a trash front tire. I hate it. Do not like it. Do not want it. Wouldn't buy it. Don't like it. No matter what, hard pack, soft, intermediate. Don't like it. And so for me, I think uh, if I would, if they had, cho- if Suzuki had chosen to put the MX3S yes. front and rear on that, I think that bike would have performed better. I think it would have would have ranked better as far as. Uh, the cornering and, and and traction at a lean angle and so on and so on. But either way, I wanted to ride the bike just as it comes from the yeah. manufacturer. And uh, Not to do a plug here, but for those that like traction and prefer, 
performance in their tires. Michelin Star Cross, for me, we talked about this at breakfast. I love the Star Cross um, soft terrain. Um, Star Cross 5 soft. Yeah, terrain tire. It's really good. Um, for us, these tracks around Southern California, close to my house, the soft works well. For days like today where it's getting baked out, I think a medium would work good. But mm-hmm. me and you have done a little testing, and I really do like that tire. And I've I've given those tires to other manufacturers to test, and they seem to have uh, high regards for that tire as well. So uh, I think Michelin has done a great job in, uh, I mean, the old line, MH? Is that yeah, one? we had the Starcross MS3 and MS. MH3 for, for years and years, yeah. To me, much better than those tires. I, I completely agree. And what, what I'm what I'm stoked on is we've significantly improved the performance with our new Starcross 5 range, yet a key thing for the consumer, and, and me too, I've changed thousands of tires in my life. I don't necessarily like doing it, so I want a tire that's going to last a long time, yeah. and the consumer does too. So we've improved performance with the Starcross 5 range, and we've maintained our reputation of longevity, durability, so uh, that's a key thing for a consumer because it's a set of tires is a big investment. Yeah, nowadays, it's expensive. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive yep. nowadays. So, all right, Randy, well, thank you. I'm going to rip off Randy's overall rankings here. Yamaha, Honda, KTM, Husqvarna, Kawasaki, and Suzuki. Chassis, Honda, Yamaha, KTM, Husky, Kawasaki, Suzuki. Suspension, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Cowie, KTM, Husky. Oh, you have Suzuki for third. That's, that's I didn't see that till now. Um, an engine, Yamaha, KTM, Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Honda, and Suzuki. Thank you. And one other thing. Yes. So for me, we talk about it at different times about uh, the different brands of bike. I think every single bike in this shootout is truly a, a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. There's, there's not a bad bike in, in in the shootout. And I think it goes back to fit, feel, and comfort. What, what kind of bike you like, what you're looking for in a bike, if you want handling or if you want motor or whatever. And again, your local dealer. Go visit your local dealer. Talk to them, their staff. How good is their service department? How good is their sales department? Are they involved in local racing? Uh, whatever brand of manufacturer offers the best racing contingency, for example. Take all that into consideration because there's not a single bad bike out there. None of them are bad bikes. No. I agree. I think any yeah. one of them, you can make the Suzuki, you can make the motor good. Um, it turns bitching. You can get the suspension done. So all these bikes are capable and uh Go to your dealer, talk to them, look at the contingency program if you're racing, mm-hmm. find out where you can make some money. Shit, there's Visa cards, you do good, it's like cash. You can go spend whatever you want. Diapers, Chipotle, uh, go to your titty bar, whatever you want. It's Visa. Wherever Visa's accepted, you can run it. So, Pingree would probably buy pizza. Right? Yeah. I would, the, go, see boob- I would go see boobies. That's me. <laughs> thanks, Randy. Hi, right, thanks.